Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of June 10th. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filtercord. How's it going? It is going, man. Episode 100. Episode 100. So, um, how do you want to start this? What's the proceedings here? I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, we've, we've definitely been, I think we, probably just because of all the E3 stuff, and we've been playing more stuff, like we've been playing Borderlands, which we're going to talk about. We've been doing a lot more like activities i guess so we were planning on getting a bunch of stuff launched on the back end like making a website um we we have the patreon but it's not we're not really doing anything with it yet um i mean all of the building blocks are in motion right or something right but we we were planning on being a little quicker on it but we've just been doing so much other stuff that yeah yeah um and it's mostly like like everything is in my mind, everything's pretty much where like complete, but it's mm-hmm. all just like the side things of like, okay, how does that get published? It's, you know, it's stuff well, that yeah, we've yeah. never, stuff that I've never done before. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it's it's um, you know, it, it's it's a little new ground for us. Yep. So. But yeah, we do have com. we do have a bunch of really good art. I'm working with a local. Um, uh, a local artist here to uh, I'm going to be working with a local artist to do some um, custom designs for some That's like cool. merchandise. That's right. Um, cool. Yeah, I've, I've contacted them, and uh, you know, I imagine I'll hear back. Uh, you know, probably Monday when they get back mm-hmm. in office for uh, you know a sit down. Hopefully, I'll be able to do that Wednesday, um, and uh, it'll give me a little time to make sure I can modify my uh designs to fit their shirt templates because i have all the designs now it's just about cutting it out to like fit shirt templates or um like even stickers like laptop stickers and stuff like that so cool some cool stuff that uh we're working on the website is complete now we just need to get uh you know the final little pieces in place for that patreon is up and running uh i don't think there's anything more we need to do with that but it's just one of those things might as well wait for the website Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah so um that's that's what we've been kind of doing on the back end yeah. um so not a lot of significant changes to format or anything yet but probably post e3 we'll be looking at doing some improvements and rearranging a little bit i would say probably across this next month we'll see yeah we'll see some heavy movement yep so um i guess we'll dive into kind of what we've been playing i already teased borderlands a little bit so that's our transition between the two but other than that um, I did finally actually beat a full uh, campaign playthrough of Total War Three Kingdoms. Okay. Um, I'm playing on easy mode because I ain't no bitch. <laughs> um, you know, I got, I'm trying to play, you know. I'm not trying to, like, be the strategic mastermind that actually unified China. So, um, basically, I had uh, kind of been playing around with a couple new, um, you know, there's, like, the default, like, tutorial character that they want you to play as which is Sao Tso. Uh I checked out Lu Bei which is pretty cool but he's kind of like I'm, I'm not super into his play style which is like just kind of like bumble around the map and pick up um, former imperial territory mm-hmm. um, so like he ends up having like a really like spread out like non-homogenous territory so like he'll have um, maybe like two commanderies in like northeast China, and then another big section in like central east, and then another section down in the south. 
And it's like, I like to have my empire all be contiguous because I want to be able to defend my fucking borders. And especially when you start getting into late game, it's so difficult to have... Like, from the halfway point of the game, basically, if you have a big spread-out empire that that's not well-defended, you will just get annihilated. Like, it's so difficult to maintain all that. And then you do... The advantage is that he's a really powerful trader. So, like, he can... Like, when you set up trade agreements, you have to have... Like, you have to share a border with another faction to be able to have a trade agreement with them. So, basically, like... You know, you have to be able to get your, like, carts to their territory. Yeah. So, like, he ends up being able to have a lot of, like, powerful trade partners because he can just be next to everybody. Like, um, whereas, you know, the character I ended up beating the game with, um, I went and played as um, Sunjian, which is the, he's the guy that's called, like, the Lion of the South. I think I mentioned that before. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, with him, you are basically like he's like a, a like a vicious expansionist so he constantly wants to like he's supposed to be in battle all the time because like his extra resource is um like like it's like battle honor or something like that so like the more that you get into combat these you get these huge military bonuses of like um you know it's you replenish troops faster troops are cheaper uh it's easier to maintain people um you know, you get more military supplies when enemy territory and shit. So, like, uh, and they're showing them on the screen right now, Sun John. Um, you just, like, roll up these huge armies that are, like, way cheaper for you to have these armies than any other, like, faction. And then you just roll out and just, like, fucking envelop enemy territory. So, um, with him, I got to a really interesting part of the game where the other two... Like, you hit a period, once you get big and powerful enough and there's enough alliances and you know these there's sort of like empire points that are kind of invisible in the main game you just have to like you know you can see them raising but you don't know what gives them to you and what amount um once you get to a certain point uh you hit the three kingdom period where your group and the two other most powerful groups all declare themselves king of china and then you have these three kingdoms that are facing off against each other um, and the only way to win the game is to eliminate the other two kingdoms and then you declare yourself emperor and win. So um, I got to the point where it was just me and my one other enemy, which was uh, this this guy in the north that's capable of making really powerful um, like alliances, basically, is his advantage. Like People want to be in alliances with him. And I just could not fucking get these guys to submit because they were like super militarized and super warlike, hmm. just like me. Yeah. But the difference is that I have to maintain all of my armies myself. So, like, I had, like, uh, I had seven, eight commanders, something like that. Yeah, I think I had eight commanders. So I have to pay for the upkeep of all eight commanders. And each commander has two sub-commanders, like generals, that I have to maintain. And then each of them, all three of them, all have six units under their, like part of their posse or whatever so like i'm spending out the ass that was my biggest like easily my largest expense was maintaining these fucking troops yeah and i had to constantly um like i would i would build up these armies get them in full position and then just like move them in a line and just take enemy territory but this dude that i was facing had a bunch of vassals so they're like 
allied states that are sort of under him, but they're independent. They're allowed to do whatever they want. So each one of them would have like two or three commanders. And then me alone is having to compete against not only every army that he can afford, but every army that each of his allies can afford. So they had like 10 times the number of troops on the field as me. So I ended up having to make like a big standoff where basically if you take the enemy's imperial city, like you capture their whole court and all their people and it like you just instantly like coup and take over their government. Um, so I was able to, for some reason, this guy let me take his flank. I think I actually like, I think I confederated one of his allies. It's where you like, um, with confederating, you like force another enemy faction to just become part of your faction. Like they get erased from the map and you get all of their cities and all their units under your direct control. Mm-hmm. So I think I took one of his allies and then I was just, I was literally right next to his Imperial city. So I just funneled in five commanders with their full retinues and armies and shit. And we uh, surrounded his city and took it in this like master stroke. Like as his armies are out, they're just like destroying my heartland. I mean, they just moved and took like everything I had in the center of the map, but I squeaked my guys around. Uh, my best people went in and took their Imperial city and won the game. So uh, nice. it was really cool to like make that tactical decision and understand what I was doing, you know. Um, it, it's super satisfying. So I've started another game as uh, this guy that was my main enemy because I want to see kind of how he rolls. Um, and it's it's pretty good so far. Um, and again, his thing is like he, he gets like alliance bonuses. So I haven't really been able to put that to the test yet, but I just hit the point where I'm going to start really being able to leverage that against my enemies. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, continuing to have a ton of fun with it. I, I think the... Like, the late game is kind of weak, which is always true in Total War games. Because at a certain point, you know, when you start the game and you have four territories, it's, like, really cool. And every decision you make is huge. And you get, like, you know, you have, like, $1,000 every turn to deal with, and that's it. So it's like, okay, I can either hire two shitty troops, or I can fix this one building in the city. Or I can hire a new ally or something. You know what I mean? Like, you really can't do a lot. Um... By the end of the game, when you're in the end game, you're making like twenty or thirty thousand dollars per turn. You're updating, you're upgrading buildings in like seven cities. Uh, it just gets totally crazy. <laughs> so um, the the very end of the game was good. It's a really good ramp up, but kind of the late game, uh, the the middle to late game is kind of bland. But uh, I had a really good time overall with it. Nice. So. Um... I mean, how much how much longer do you think you're going to be uh, spending with the game? Oh boy, a long time. I actually deleted uh, Total War Warhammer off of my Steam just to free oh, up some damn. space. So I'm I'm probably not going to go back. Like the thing with Total War that really bugged me, and I I said this a lot before Three Kingdoms came out, and it's still true. Where, um, the 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 faction stuff was really cool. Like the differences of the different groups is really interesting. But I want the politics to be good because that's the shit I'm really into. Like, in real life, I would be, like, the fucking vizier or something. I would be Jafar, right? I, <laughs> I'm not going to be, like, hey, I'm whoever that, uh, uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out and, um, you know, do some, some crazy military shit. Like, in real life, I want to die in the first, like, battle or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
I don't want to be involved with that shit. I want to be the fucking eunuch back at the castle that's like, you know, talking shit into the emperor's ear or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, I really like the politics stuff. And I think, I really want to see Total War, uh, uh, Warhammer 3. I want to see them add that in. I want to see them bring in that, um, you know, the politics, the the sort of leaders knowing each other personally and being like, oh, dude, I know this guy. He's a dickhead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I have generals that are just straight up, like, in certain battles, they're like, I literally fucking hate this guy and I will duel him even if you tell me not to. Um, one of the other characters, so there's, there's these, like, mountain bandits that are created specifically for the game. They weren't, like, real people, but... There were mountain bandits at the time. <laughs> so, like, it, you know, it's relatively... It's it's not ahistorical. It's realistic, but it's an invented character. Um, and these guys are... Uh, like, there's two. There's a there's a man you start as or a woman you can start as. And the woman is one of the hardest characters in the game to play. Because when you start, her main general thinks that women should not be on the battlefield. So, like, you start the game with your, your entire faction about to have a civil war. So it's extremely good. Um, I, there's a lot of really interesting, cool challenges. And this guy, just straight up, even if you're winning in battles, this dude's like, I just don't think women should be on the field. Like, you should be at home. Huh. So it, it causes really cool um, kind of politicking and shit you have to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it so. looks great. I mean, this is definitely something that I don't think I'll get into, like, now. But I feel like in, mm -hmm. like, six months... I'm yeah, I want to see what the, shit crazy for this. Yeah, they're definitely looking at adding more, um, more tactical things. They're going to add a couple more leaders. It sounds like so. When this is like a fully done, you know, in like a maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, when everything is out for this and it's been all patched and everything, it's going to be. I mean, it, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a really good game. This is this is easily the best performing Total War game so far. So uh, it's really cool to to being on the ground floor of that. And that's something that I've worried about yeah. in the past too, where it's like, you kind of have to get early on this shit because if you don't, you're going to kind of, um, there's a fear that you'll miss out on some stuff. I think this game, that's not going to be a big issue. Um, just because there, there's really not an emphasis on online play and the core game is so knowable because this is a real period in history and you can go look and see what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, I, I, this game's really nailing it for me. Um, the other thing I started out, which one of my other favorite genres, I guess, um, mm -hmm. Warhammer Chaos Bane that we talked about the release of last week, kind of the Diablo Warhammer game. Yes, yes. Um, it uh, is very much a Diablo Warhammer game. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's it. In fact, the fully first couple missions fully delivers yeah, the, on what you expect. The the first couple missions are very similar, like direct references to the other. Um, you know the. Uh, first couple missions in Diablo when you're going into the sewers and then the sewers are connected to the crypt and mm -hmm. that kind of shit. Like, um, it's, it's very cool. I, I've been liking it a lot so far. I'm playing on PS4. Um, okay, nice. But yeah, I mean, do, yeah. Do, I mean, is that the, the, like what, what chose you to go with the PS4? I mean, um, I know you well, the, play a lot of PC. I'm yeah, I'm going to try to be playing with a couple other people. Uh, this is... I, I really don't like the super high action games on PC, usually. Like, I prefer Diablo okay. on consoles. 
Um, and I have both. So that's, I was kind of able to, you know, I had a good example of something I could look at directly and say, Hey, I like this. Um, so that was a big part of it. But then also I want to be able to play, like, I'm going to try to get Shannon to play. Um, I'm going to see if I can get some other people to, to get it and play with me online. So yeah, it it looks, it looks really good. We said that there's what four, uh, Mm -hmm. there's four playable characters. Yep. And we'll like see if they add more them. in the future. But, uh, yeah, there's, like, the human tank, the dwarf uh, kind of, like, brawler, which is just, like, straight um, damage per second mm-hmm. build. Um, there's the wood elf scout, which is, like, a ranged um, kind of range support and um, damage, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the high elf mage, right. which yeah. is uh, ranged damage. Like, not a lot of support powers out of him. Okay. So how does how does um how does like your armor work? Is that uh, armor it's, it's very similar to like uh, Dark similar. Alliance, where you're just changing your gear constantly, and it um, changes like physically in game and stuff. Yeah, you can see the the art on it changes, and nice. you'll get like there's elemental resistance, there's melee resistance, there's ranged resistance. So okay, so it's pretty typical. It's pretty typical yeah. to what you would expect yep. from something like a Baldur's Gate or Diablo or yep. Champions. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Yeah, yeah. This is this is again something that I um like It's kind of like a I, lost art form. Yeah, I should I, I should pick this up for sure. Yeah. Um so, yeah, this this will probably be something I'm I'm interested in here. Mm-hmm. Uh I really want to get through um and you know, if there's nothing else going into our next segment. Did you have anything else on this? That's it. I really want to get through Borderlands, uh, which mm-hmm. is something that we've been uh, pushing through yeah. at a pretty fast pace. Uh, it was a little slower in the beginning, but it uh, it really picked up, like, yesterday. Yeah. Like, we did two streams yesterday. We played a pretty long time. Um, and it's just, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like... On how fast we ended up progressing, uh, you know, after we stopped messing around with those side games or whatever, or the side uh, missions, not not side games. Um, but yeah, it's um, you know, it's it's pretty much what you'd expect. There's a, a few gripes, and I think that's why we're pro- trying to progress as fast as we can. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's a there there's a clear latency between us and we were playing with Grim. Um, Grim was having some latency when we were playing and Grim hosted. I was having some latency. You said you were fine. Um, yeah, it's, I've been having kind of off and on. I think it's, uh, I, I'm having like a really low level of latency, so it's really not bugging me too much. Except for, there's no way I could do ranged combat even if I wanted to. Like, sniper combat. Because oh, it's just my, my shots are just a little off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, I, um, I felt that pretty pretty bad when I was... Um, mm-hmm. On Grimm's or whatever when we were yeah. when he was hosting, um, but it's still it's still been uh, it's still been pretty fun. We've had some good uh, uh, conversation, of course, going with it, and uh, some decent teamwork. A lot of flanking. Uh, we got like pretty good at that yesterday. Like even after Grimm left, um, mm-hmm. like we were in that. Um, uh, what are they called? the crimson lance camp right before it was like the last thing that we did 
yesterday, just you and I. And mm-hmm. yeah, like having one of us go around to one side of the turret and, you know, distract while the other one blows up the turret or, you know, whatever. It ended yeah. up, that ended up working out. But yeah. some of the things that it does struggle with is pretty rough. It's like it shouldn't struggle with. Well, um, especially, like yeah, the main issue is that the it's things that were known to be bad in the original game. Yeah. That were bugs that were just never fixed. And it's like, dude, when you do a full, like, when you do a remaster, there's, you know, there's a difference between, like, the original WoW having some bugs in it. You know, like, WoW Classic came out and people were complaining about certain things. And it's like, dude, that's not a bug. That's just how the game was back then. Yeah, it's just how the game works. Yeah. Um, so there's a difference between that and being like, oh, we want to be realistic to how the game came out and give people the game they remember. There's yep. a difference between what you remember and like leaving fucking full bugs in the game. Yes. And this like one the has... shadows in the garages and shit. That's yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. They, they like some of their buildings have, uh, like an open garage door and maybe an open side door on the building. And it's a completely like pitch black almost like faux wall that goes over that section and you can walk clean through it and then it opens up and you can look back out it's not blacked out um Mm. it's 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 really weird that things like that even like that they didn't notice that i noticed that when i played the game originally and it's still in there it wasn't updated so that's that's weird um as well like uh I don't know what it was, but our vehicles at one point couldn't collide with each other anymore. Well, it's it's interesting. Like, you can see when the game is about to, like, collapse because these little bugs start stacking up. Yeah. So, like, in my game, I was seeing that the vehicles... my, my The vehicle we were in, that I was in, that you were driving, was not colliding properly. Yes. With things in the environment. But on my screen, it was, like, vividly bouncing. It was, like... Uh... It, it looked like it was constantly hitting a rock, even when you were standing still. So I was like, oh, something weird's going on. And it's, you guys were like, no, it looks fine. And then all of a sudden the collision thing was happening. And then my game just froze. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah. And then so it, it, ha- like, it happened slowly, to like, And then it happened to Grim too. So like the game slowly falls apart and then kicks your ass out. And it like we were having the weirdest issues with getting missions to be remembered. And, so it's like... And that happened after it failed. So right. the game would fail... We would all be on the same mission when we came back. It would set whoever, like, uh, whoever's game crashed, like, back saying yeah. they didn't do something. And now the mis- the side mission's unavailable for them. Mm-hmm. It was never a main mission. And that's why we started, like, saying screw the side missions and just kind of, like, pushing through, I think. Yeah, because it was, like, I mean, it was the weirdest shit. Like, so Grim drops in. We literally didn't do anything. Like... We, we went and picked up those gun parts for a side mission. We didn't turn it in, right? Yeah. And then we walked over to another zone. And the thing, when we got there, the door was unlocked. We didn't have to do anything to trigger it. Um, yeah. We just, like, walked over to a spot. And then uh, Grim loaded in. It's like, oh, this main mission is grayed out for me. It's saying I can't participate in it. And it's like, yeah, we didn't do anything. This is just the state of the game as we found it. So, like, is it really that difficult? He was, what, 50, 60 experience points behind us? Like, almost nothing? Like, he shot, like, six dudes, and then he caught up to the same level we were at? So, like, the game can't just say, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. I'll just shove you back in. 
a yeah. fucking almost 10-year-old game. They can't figure it out. And that they can't make... figure it out. And it's been remade. It's had multiple studios' eyes on it. Yeah. You know so what I mean? This studio go should have like it should have been their prime focus to make sure that the the original game was fine. But yeah, it did I mean, bugs. realistically, that should have been their I, so first, they, their first thing. They added in some they added in some higher res textures. I imagine. Sure. Right? Yes, definitely. On on units because you can tell in the environment they didn't. Right. Um, so like yeah, well, uh, maybe on some of these buildings and chests and things they're they're higher res, but like on walls and floors, those are exactly the same, as far as I can tell. And yeah, not too sure. this is a game that looked really good when it came out, anyways, because it was not going for ultra realism. So they should have spent their time fixing the fucking bugs. Yeah, the the bugs should have been their first um, stop. It should yeah. have been. I mean, honestly, I like know, I remember playing it, and this was a problem. Yeah. And it's, again, it's a fucking 10-year-old game. You've had 10 years to figure out how to fix these fucking bugs. Like, call Gearbox. It's, it's interesting, because I was talking about, you know, we kind of had an interesting little shift in conversation between me and Grim, where it was like, you know, when the game boots up, I'm like, oh, this was done by Blind Squirrel. They've done a couple other, like, HD remakes or whatever, and they've done a really good job with those. And I'm, I've been really pleased with what I've seen from them. Right. And then the more we played this, Grim was like, Damn, I hope they're not doing any more because this is—it's exactly as bad as the first game. They did not improve it. Yeah, you know? I mean it—it's still—it's still a really fun game. Everything that they do, well, everything is, that was done well by Gearbox, by Gearbox in the first place is still good. It's still great. Yes, it doesn't appear to have been fixed in any significant way. Yeah, is my issue. Definitely. Um, which is you know I, again I didn't play it a lot, so I'm mostly going off of your guys's opinions when I say that. Yeah, it, it had, but um, still. I mean, it had a few issues, but they were outweighed by, like, when this originally came out, it wasn't a, like, there wasn't a, like, a, like a plethora of games like this. Right. Like right. It was, it was a, it was sort of a new idea. It wasn't a new idea, but it was, you well, know, it was a really a good execution of a good idea at the time. Great execution of an idea that, you know, we like... It, and it was the first time I think we've ever seen this many weapons put in a game. Yeah, that's probably true. So that's that's definitely something. Um, but, you know, all of this is in preparation, of course, for us to... You know, j- where we're just... I think most of us are just excited for three. Aside from Grim. He'd never admit that he's excited for anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm excited for it. I assume you're excited for it. Yeah, I'm interested, definitely. Um, I Like, again, this is a thing that, with the amount of time that they've had, they could do something so cool with it. Yeah. And I like that they're still sticking to the, like, hey, this is, at its heart, this is a story, like, a, a, not an online massively multiplayer. This is not Destiny. Like, right. this is your fun co-op shooter with your friends. Definitely. Looter shooter. Yeah. So, shoot her right up in my uterus. Um, so, you know, it's like... You know, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. It's, I think it's really cool. I think it's a good idea. See, it's I, hard to find these really good co-op games anymore. See, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for... I'm excited to, um, you know, get in and play that. Uh, you know, continue playing this. But I think I'm a little more excited to play... Uh, like the pre-sequel, something I necessarily didn't like. Yeah, didn't really get into. Yeah. But it could be more fun with, um, you know, with 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 other players. I, I played the yeah. pre-sequel primarily solo. Um, but 
you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm hoping, um, I, I'm just hoping that, you know, having mm-hmm. the other players in there, um, you know, messing around with the characters more, maybe it'll make me like them at yeah. all. Oh, yeah, I'm this sure. is the part of the stream that we were, like, that we were at. Grim jumps in and steals the vehicle a second before I get there. That was funny. I'm like, you sons of bitches! <laughs> As he's speeding off. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was pretty fun. Um, I think we'll be finished up with with one in maybe, like, another, yeah, one or two. Like, one, one or two, two more play sessions. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. We'll be moving on to. I mean, where are we going to the pre sequel after this, or are we playing? Yeah, I want to do. I want to do a pre sequel and then two, because I've also heard that the pre sequel is just not as good as two. Oh, it's um, not. definitely. It, it tries not. some kind of interesting new stuff, but it just didn't really nail it. I right. guess. Right. So yeah, I definitely want to do and like I want the better game to be my last experience. You know what I mean? Plus two is going to lead directly into three. Yeah. Well, in fact, I mean, we don't, we still don't have details, but we've been mentioning it for the past, like fucking two months. There's going to be that free DLC. That's probably getting announced today. Yes. So, um, hopefully we'll be live and be like, when we see it. And I want to be able to play that fresh and like go, you know, spin off of that directly into uh, three when it comes out. So hell yeah. Cool. Yeah, pre-sequel um, first. So, you know, for me, aside from this, of course, I'm still messing around with City of Heroes and Villains. Not Nothing too much to update. You know, the the um, the servers are going through uh, a little bit of maintenance. That's always, mm. you know, that's always going down. So, um, you know, that's something cool that you guys can download if you are interested in this. Um, you know, feel free yeah, to. Yeah, I was actually... I was following that instructional guide that you sent to me, and it was not letting me download it. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't should... know if maybe they were down at the time. Because this is all managed by, like, fucking three guys, it looks like. Like, they just run... Somebody's running a server farm out of their fucking bed or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can... I can um, Like, I can help you out with it, I think. Yeah. Um, I have a pretty good understanding. I kind of just... I don't actually want to play. I just want to create a bunch of characters. <laughs> That's 90% of what I do. <laughs> I have like yeah. so many different random side That's characters funny. that I've created now. I yeah. created actually um, since I haven't been playing the main that uh, Pacey and I usually, uh, ha- you know, that we played originally. Mm-hmm. Um, I created a secondary character that's based off of a character I created for uh, a tabletop superhero game called Mutants and Masterminds. Hell yes, I'm still thinking of getting into that too, by the way. I, I, I recreated my character that I played back in like 2008, mm-hmm. 2006 or 8, something like that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, that was really cool. Like trying to recreate the character's look and the character's um, replicating his powers as well. That was mm-hmm. pretty fun. Um, I, I did go a side, a side route and uh, changed his... Um, uh, Beamus. Like he, he never had a travel power. Like it's not something I ever thought about. It's like, oh, does he fly or does he just walk from place to place? Yeah. Um and uh so so I kinda I ended up giving him teleportation. Uh which seems like he's a um an ice an ice controller that uses like ice to shield himself and but he has fire uh like fire powers. So he like does fire blasts from a distance or um but yeah, that that was um, it was pretty fun, like recreating that character. And I've been playing with him for a bit. 
So that's cool. Yeah, it should have a. I should do a um, a stream coming up here soon, probably you know this week, uh, like midweek, I think. Um, so if you guys are into that, cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, that's pretty much about it. We, like I said, you know, we played some Borderlands. I've been playing City of Heroes. I haven't had a ton of time for anything else. Uh, I think. Coming up, I'm going to be playing uh, my friend Pedro, which we'll talk a little bit more about oh, yeah. uh, here in a minute. Um, so, uh, yeah, why don't we just jump into that? Actually, there is one mobile game that I've been playing. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably not good. It's called uh, Ar- <laughs> Archero. Okay. And uh, you play uh, an archer or some sort of uh, like fighter. It's kind of customizable. Um, it's by Habby. Which mm-hmm. I, I imagine it's just a mobile developer or whatever, right. um, but uh, there are different there are different worlds that you can kind of toggle between, um, and it takes you through areas where monsters spawn, and you start with you start by looking like a rogue and you're shooting a uh, like a bow, mm-hmm. and you pick up after you uh, level like when you level up, and you start at always level like one and you can level up to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, as you progress through, when you get to that first level, you get to select like a new power, and it randomizes yeah. what like three random like powers that you can have. Your shots cannot just be like a straight like one shot; it can split into threes cool. and splinter, or you can do a double shot, so it's one shot right after another, or cool. the shot will hit an enemy and ricochet to a different enemy, or you mm-hmm. can bounce shots off walls. And there's a ton of different yeah. like elemental effects that you can apply. Um, yeah, it's it's not bad. You can um, like change your equipment and level it all up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's 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 good. Um, I recommend cool. checking that one out. I play, I've been playing it for about a week. I thought it would fizzle out, and it did mm-hmm. not. So uh, definitely worth mentioning, Archero. Nice. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the games releasing. Uh, these will be the games that are releasing. Um, June 10th to the 23rd. But first, before we jump into that, uh, if you guys get the chance on our 100th episode here, our basically 100th time of mentioning it, uh, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. We're covering a ton of E3 2019 stuff. Uh, We've already watched uh, and talked about um, EA Play. Um, There's tons of other things that have just piqued our interest. And, uh, you know, and you can talk about all that stuff there with us. Uh, first, before, you know, we talk about it here on the show, we'll be doing a recap all next week. So now would be a really good time to get over to the Facebook. Hit that like button and have all that good stuff show up in your feed. Um, yeah. As well, you can always follow us on Twitter, at Mammoth Games, Inc. So, you know, we go live, do stuff just like this. Um, you know, we tweeted yesterday... For the EA Play, you know, we were going live. We've also been tweeting other things that have been, uh, you know, shared or uh, not really spoiled. Uh, some remakes and, and the like. Um, so, yeah, uh, all the likes, comments, shares, follows, subscribes, and uh, all that jazz is definitely appreciated. Um, For sure. And I, I do like this. I'm glad we, I'm glad we went with that. I'm glad we went with that gift. So you want some core <laughs> games for the Wii U and 3DS? Stick it up your ass. Definitely. Reginald Thank just you. giving it Thank to you. Thank you, Reginald, for your service. 
<laughs> Papa. Alright, so again, these are the games that are releasing June 10th through the 23rd. If you want to go ahead and take it. Take sure, it. so we're finally getting the release uh, on Tuesday the 18th. Actually, it's good that we're doing two weeks because the first week nothing is coming out. Nothing. So this is all, um, not this week, next week. Correct. So, um, yeah, Tuesday the 18th, finally getting a Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, just in time for everybody who have forgotten and not give a shit about it anymore. Yeah, there's going to be so much stuff that just comes out and... Yeah. No, not, not comes out, but, like, that hype people up. It's going to be tough for this game. It looks beautiful, though, to be honest. Oh, it looks great, yeah. I mean, for, for what they were going for, they've totally nailed it. They just took too long, I think. Um, but, of yeah. course, you know, it's it's uh, hard to say. It could do great. Who knows how it's going to come out. But, um, yeah, that's coming from a whole bunch of studios collaborated on this. And I forget who was the original Kickstarter. Um... You know, this, this was kickstarted. I forget who the original Kickstarter was, but this is from the original creator of uh, Castlevania. Yeah. Um, or one of the, uh, I don't know if the the original creator or something, but. Um, uh, it's weird. They're showing the new and old, and I, I like both of them. Equal. Yeah, they both are fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, you know, higher, 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 higher fidelity. Damn, I, those boob physics. I guess. But, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think. They, if they could have released old, like, fucking 15 years ago, that probably would have been advantageous. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... By this uh, time, they could have had the, like, re-release. Yeah, really. So the, uh, yeah, the Switch version is coming out on the 25th. Uh, the rest of these are coming out on the 18th, so... Um, PS4, Xbox One, PC. It'll be available pretty much everywhere, but uh, you just have to wait about a week uh, for the Switch version. Yeah. But yeah, it should be pretty cool. I mean, I know a lot of people have been waiting for this for a while, so... Um, yeah, this is something I could be interested in. Yeah. Um, I don't know, is this your thing, you think? No, I, don't, I really don't like the platformer stuff. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's something I'm, you know, I might be... I'm always interested in yeah. something... Um, something for this, you know, new for the Switch. And Oh, yeah, that's definitely true. Speaking, speaking of that... Uh, Speaking P of that, PC and Switch is getting my friend Pedro from yeah. Dead Toast and Devolver. Uh, you've definitely heard me talking about this one a shit ton. Um, it is a uh, like a bullet hell platformer, basically. So it's mm -hmm. uh, you know it has it has a flair to it though. It has it's doing something a little bit different. Um, you know where the environment does. You know, a few different things. Um, it kind of reminds me of... Uh, I, well, I just played uh, Katana Zero. I definitely mm -hmm. know. You know, I mentioned that quite a bit. But it's kind of like uh, Max Payne mixed with um, like Katana Zero or... Um, uh, what was the other one that Katana Zero reminded me of? Uh the, There's a lot of these style. This this kind of style has kind of died lately. Yeah. Um, but it's just now coming back. There was also um, Ruiner. Yeah, Ruiner. It, it's. I was gonna say it's more like uh, not Party Hard, but what's the other one? Um, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I just got it on Twitch. It's uh. It's been free everywhere. You wear the mat. You wear different masks. Uh, oh boy, this is painful. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um. You know what we're talking about. Everybody owns this game, and I Manuel just can't Samuel. Think of it. I don't believe that's it. Um, no, it's not it. But yeah, this is a uh, you know it it it's very Mad Max like Mad Maxy. You can like mm -hmm. it, it's almost like Mad Max mixed with a little Big Planet. 
Because yeah, the, you could, like, the, move your arms. Yeah, shooting the cast iron skillet really did it for me. Yeah, you can jump on a skateboard Damn. and kind of just, like, roll through the level while fucking people so up, much jumping cool stuff on, on this. Yeah, they, they've put in, um, you know, they've put in some work. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to get my hands on this. I believe it's been out for PC. Or, no, not PC. It's already, is it already, has it been out for something else already? I don't know. I think this is the initial release. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm wrong about that. Cool. Um, but yeah, this one is coming out uh, Thursday, June 20th. Um, Hotline Miami. Hotline fucking Miami. Thank you. <laughs> uh, nah, I never played. That was brutal. Yeah. How do we, how can we not remember Hotline Miami? You never know. You ever have that? It? It's just like right there. Right on yep. the tip of your dick. Every damn day of my life. <laughs> I got something on the tip of my dick. <laughs> Wait, what? Gross. So, uh, yeah, on Friday the 21st, the last two games coming out. Uh, this one for PS4, X-Boner, and Switch. Crash Team Racing Nitro-Fueled. Coming from uh, Beanox Studio, Activision Publisher. Was this um, your jam, is the question I want to ask. No. no. No? I do really like the racing games, though. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a Diddy Kong Racing diehard. Yeah. Hell yeah. So... Doesn't quite do it for me, but it's close, very close. This uh, people loved. Okay, it was like you either like Mario Kart, Diddy Kong, or Crash Team. Mm-hmm. Those were the three, and I'm blown away that this got a remake. Kinda. Yeah, before Diddy Kong. I, I'm just it, it. It's it's a weird direction yep. to go when there's so many other things that could have been re- like. I I don't see how this is gonna do. As well as something else. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I, I don't know. It it seems wild. It looks fun. Yeah. Looks like it'd be a fun party game or whatever. Um, but. Yeah, I just don't know how you would, in the modern age, even think that you can attempt to compete against, uh, you know, the Mario Kart, which is the only one that survived. Yeah, I mean this. I mean, it, I, I think it. I think it could compete, but I think the audience is just too, like, too small. I don't think the audience mm-hmm. is going to be big enough. Yeah. I think it's like that same thing of like the reason certain companies won't make certain games. They're like, oh, that audience says they want it, but then when it comes time to pay for it, they don't. Right. And I'm, that's what I'm expecting. That's kind of what I'm expecting a little bit. So we'll see that uh, here in the next few weeks. Uh, you know, see. Some of them numbers. Yep. All right. And on the same day, Friday the 21st for PS4, coming from your boys at Sega, Judgment. Uh, this is the Yakuza style. Yeah. Uh, what, is it a side story? What, what is this technically? It, it's a it's a different... I think it's set in the Yakuza universe. Because it certainly looks like it is. I mean, it's set in real Japan, like the Yakuza games are, right? Right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean... it. it it looks really interesting. This, of course, got delayed because of the fucking actor snorting coke in the bathroom. Oh god, I hate when actors. Really, not a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I got. I don't. In the bathroom. That's his problem. That's not our problem. We got fucking British politicians snorting coke at parties. It's really nobody cares. So, um, <laughs> god damn it, that's so fucking wild to me. Like, just yeah, everything about it. Um, so this is an action adventure game, third person. Um, it is set in the Yakuza world of Kimchura. Okay. Uh, is, that, is that how it is? I guess. Uh, Kim Yusharo? I don't know. Sure. Um, and it follows a private detective, uh, Tamayuki Yo-Yo Yagama. Mama. Ya- Yagami. 
as he investigates a, a serial murder case. Um, so that's what we're looking at here. Um, yeah. It looks fun. It looks good. Um, I, I'm not. I've never been a big Yakuza person, um, but there's right. always a way that you can pull someone in. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you get different um, options to choose from. It looks like when you're uh, uh, like through dialogue. Um, it has a little bit of a hitman vibe where you can change the way that your character looks to get access to certain areas. I mean, you're mm. a detective. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, this is like Detective Pikachu, but a human. Yeah, it's it's exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I still have, there's a little bit of like, I don't know, to, I don't really know what to expect. So it isn't mm. a day one for me, but I am excited to see where this goes. Right, yeah, that's how I, I I feel the same way about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this one is slated for the 21st. This thing does say the 25th, though. June 25th. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I've seen 21st. It might be different. Maybe it'll come out on PC first and then PS4 or something. Maybe it got delayed another week. I don't know. That's the question. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. <clears throat> Let me see uh, what this says. December thirteenth oh, in Japan, right? It says the eighteenth, yeah, eighteenth in Japan as well. It says that's re-release. Weird. That's weird. Oh wait, no release. Original release in Japan was twenty eighteen. Yeah, re-release in Japan was twenty nineteen, July eighteenth. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's June twenty fifth, according to the uh, the wiki for the game. Interesting. For so. A little bit off. This one's the 25th, I guess. That's all right. That's all right. We talked about it, and we're done. Sure. We really don't have a lot to say, again, because we haven't been able to see a lot, because the fucking Japanese game was pulled and redone because of this fucking dude. Fucking nose candy habit. Yeah. (sighs) Nothing wrong with that. Someone has to, you know? I am a... All right. Um, so if there is some stuff that you think we missed for these next two weeks, feel free, let us know, uh, and we'll try to pepper them into our next week's show. It's going to be primarily an E3 heavy show. Uh, so, you know, kind of expect that talking about all of the things that, you know, surprised us that we're into that we're not into, um, you know, except Grim because he's just not into any of it and none of it. Right. So there'll be a lot of that in the comments, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Um, just preparing everyone, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. So it'll so so we'll try to do a small segment of like things that were missed if needed. All right, yeah. why don't we go ahead and jump into? Uh, we'll jump into the news. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean we had yeah. we had some good stuff. We're gonna go ahead and avoid a lot of our E three talk. We're gonna talk about the only thing from quote mm-hmm. e3 that we've seen thus far um oh maybe the two things a few of the other small things that i think we've talked about maybe in the past and then uh, of course we're gonna start off with uh the thing that i think we wanted to talk about last week and we kind of talked about like a little pre uh direct stuff last week yeah a little pre-com yeah so yeah last week we had you know pokemon released some details of you know pokemon sleep pokemon home some of that other stuff um kind of as a warm-up 
uh, this week they went ahead, uh, this past week I should say, they went ahead and did the whole Pokemon Direct. I believe that was on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, where they released a bunch of content for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, so we, we knew the, the three starters, right? Uh, Sobble, Score Bunny, and Grookey. Um, so they revealed in this trailer, um, they re- revealed some more Pokemon. Uh, they actually talked to one of the art designers, which is a British guy, which was kind of cool um, to kind of see him talk about his experience and everything. Um, but yeah, they uh, uh, showed off some of the world. So apparently in between, like the cities are going to be much larger than we've seen in previous games. It's kind of similar to, um, I guess, like black and white. They had the really large cities. Um, yeah. This is sort of based on like England, I guess. Um, so... You know, it's it's got some of that big. It's like big, big city, and then like rural farming, and that's pretty much everything, right? Right. Um, right. So yeah, it's looking really cool. I mean, it's open world in between um, cities, and even in the city. I mean, it looks like you're running up and down staircases. You're doing a lot of cool stuff. It's very standard. Um, I think what we've um, come to expect from a Pokemon game, except now the world's um, freeform. Are freeform. They're a bit bigger. Yeah. Um, um, you can control the camera while you're running around, so it's a lot more... You know, it used to be like, okay, here's your path. You're on Route 2. Route 2 is literally just a channel, a, you know, a two or three square wide, uh, you know, block between two cities, and that's everything. Whereas now, you're going out and running around in 360, you know, degrees, uh, running all over the, the wild territory. What did they call it? Uh, wild zone or something like that? Yeah. Wait, so, now, is that wild zone? I, I, I read that as being there are cities and there are wild zones. I did not read that as being it's like a safari zone, like a contained place. Now, But we didn't get a ton of detail on that. We do see some stuff that... I don't want to say it's confusing, but it led me to having more questions because I didn't get to watch the whole direct. Of course, okay. it happens literally when I go to work. I watched the trailer... Um, and I never ended up watching to see everything that was said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, at one point in this trailer, we just saw four characters all run up to this. It looked like, like some stones that had like a hole in the center of it. Mm-hmm. Or something. And they all ended up going into a battle with a much larger Pokemon. Yeah, so that is... Um, how did they describe it? That's a raid, it? They called right? it. Yeah, they're basically raids. Um... It's it's called the uh, something effect, the Dynamax effect. Um, so that's what the like you know how the the professor in the area is always researching the new thing. So like yeah. Professor Oak was like, hey, I invented this Pokedex. I'm trying to categorize all the Pokemon in our world. And then the next one was like, hey, I noticed that there's eggs. I'm the egg professor. So like they've gone on from there. Every new effect has a new professor. Uh, this professor is researching the Dynamax effect, which makes these Pokemon giant and much more powerful. Okay. Um, so basically, you're joining raids with other players. We ha- we have yet to see how that works. So it's not like this is but, not like a Dark Souls where your fucking allies are all walking around in the world and you just bump into them, right? Well, um, I mean, it's not from what I've seen. It seems like you're going to create multiplayer instances and invite your friends and then go. But we don't know for sure yet. Okay, that's, that's part of the confusing stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. I, I didn't know how. Yeah. I didn't know how multiplayer would work into this. Yeah, um, we don't really know yet. Um, they do have that disclaimer that says, "Hey, playing 
doing these Dynamax raids is going to require other accessories, which by that I think they mean your friends has to have their own Switch and you have to play with them online or you might use your phone to talk to them, you know? Yeah, to do it's the probably, Pokemon, that's or probably the uh, Nintendo chat thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, you know, they're, they're still being a little vague on it, but I don't think they're being vague to hide information. I think they're being vague because they don't want to say, like, hey, you're going to have to pay $10 a month to chat and play online and shit. You know what I mean? Like... It's, it's something that they can't control, so they're not talking about it, it seems like. Because the Pokemon company really tries not to step on Nintendo's toes. Nintendo does not own Pokemon. Right? Like, Pokemon right. can be on whatever they want. Right, right, right. So, they have a really unique relationship, so they're usually really, really careful to not say anything negative about Nintendo. Um, so, and they also don't say anything like, they don't want to say, hey, it's going to cost you $10 a month to play online, because they might work out a deal that it's free which some games have, mm-hmm. um, they might, you know, Nintendo might change that price and then they were caught lying in their trailer or whatever. You, you, you never know. So they're being, they're being really hesitant on that still. Right. And um, they showed off some new ones. <clears throat> yeah. So the new Pokemon, uh, they showed Wooloo, Wooloo, which the internet is fucking losing their mind about. Um, it's like a, a new sheep Pokemon. It looks like a cuter Mary basically. Yeah. Um, they showed off Gossifleur, which is like this, like, uh, like a flowery, girl with big hair uh they showed off uh dreadnaw which is a big biting it's like a snapping turtle pokemon it's pretty cool looking like a rock turtle dragon yeah something like that yeah they said he's biting he uses his jaw to bite rocks and shit so he's probably going to be uh maybe rock and ground or rock and water would be cool um we don't know yet on that uh there's corvy knight which is like this it's like a raven that looks like a knight piece on a chessboard yeah it's like it almost looks like a steel raven yeah, he kind of looks like a meaner uh, Skarmory, but all black. Um, and he's big. So he's huge, and they're actually used to fly taxis in between cities. So that's going to replace your HM. I know they've been trying to phase out the HMs. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like he's going to be your thing to fly you between cities. Um, Gossifleur, the cute little flower mm-hmm. thing, uh, it evolves into a uh, basically like a cotton ball or like a... What are the, it's like a dandelion, sort of. Yeah. It's like a little flowery guy, Eldegoss, but he has a big, like, cottony head with a bunch of little seeds on it. Yep. And he's, I guarantee you that thing's going to evolve a third time. Because this reminds me of, like, the Hopip line. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is probably, like, the games, the new game's Hopip. Um, and didn't they show off somebody else, too? Oh, and they showed off the legendaries, which are kind of lame, honestly. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, they're not great. Um, yeah. So we They're have... probably not the worst. <laughs> Um, um, we had Zach, uh, Zach Yeah, their is, names are really weird. Yeah, really weird. It's basically a dog <coughs> with a sword in its mouth. Um, and Zamatana, which is a sure. shield dog. So we're going back like to basically a, dogs. Like yeah, dogs. it's basically the fucking Entei run again. Um, but yes, yeah, the, uh, they have, uh, so the one is like, yeah, it's very much like a wolf but just has like a sword in his mouth they have like a red and blue red white and blue color scheme kind of like the british flag mm-hmm. with some like gold plating and stuff um not again like not great <laughs> not a great design i think it's probably one of the weaker legendaries in any of the games right. um plus we've already done the dogs before so i don't know why they're going back to that but fine it's fine yeah we haven't had legendary cats hey hold on we've done something here uh oh. i think they could have done something really cool with like golems or something because this i mean this is the well, country where 
Yeah, they did Reggie Rock, Reggie Ice, and Reggie Steel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to... A big part of this game is going to be those, like, hill sculptures, um, which are you know exist in England, and the fucking uh, stone, like Stonehenge and shit like that. Right. So they could have done something cool with, like, ancient, like, earth-based, like an iron one. Uh, it was like a steel type, a ground type, and a rock type. Could have been cool. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's... You know, it's it's probably gotten really tough to do those at this point because they pretty much did all the cool shit already. <laughs> yeah, like I think it would be kind of cool to have like uh, like like maybe sea creatures. Yeah, like legendary like um, sea monsters. Yeah, yeah, that could have been really cool. Um, th- I mean, they have a lot of options, so I do think it's weird to go to this. Um, yep. I do find it weird that they've like narrowed it down to just two. And that seems like something that's progressed over Well, time. no, that's typical, right? I mean, like, there will be a third one when Pokemon Gun comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, these are... I, I, I've actually gotten that wrong. Um, these are similar to... These are not, like, Entei and those guys. These are, like, uh, Lugia and Ho-Oh, right? Because right, there's two right. of them. So there will be probably three additional legendaries or whatever. That's what but, I was going to say. It, it always seems um, weird. Like, yeah, even back that's in a good the original point. run, we did get three legendaries. Um, yeah. And then we had, like, we had Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're, I, I'm wrong about that. I was thinking of the wrong group of guys. So, anyways. Um, but I do think it's weird, like, that... I don't know. I guess I don't know if I've ever really liked, like, really been super into... Uh, yeah, I think the legendaries ones. are typically pretty lame. Yeah. The, the legendaries and the, like, two that are on the cover art, like... Uh, what diamond and pearl had like a little dragon dude and a mean like giraffe or whatever the fuck like they've always been kind of suckish mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I, the even, game's really not about them like even uh ho and like lugia, yeah, lugia yeah. Yeah, just they're not great no um it's uh, especially in a game when you talk about the cool shit is that you um like evolve pokemon Mm-hmm. The fact that these big sacred legendaries don't evolve has always struck me as really weird. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, don't know. Like, I think they the don't want them to. The whole point of your weird. game is to have shit evolve. Yeah. <laughs> so I just don't yeah. feel like they want them to be like feel weak at all. Right. They never want to have a weak form because it's like you know. I mean, when you get into the later games, it's like, oh, this dude created the universe and this guy controls time. So, like, as a baby, wouldn't they just fuck around and, like, destroy the universe on accident? Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. I definitely get it. But, um, the game is, uh, you know, Sword and Shield, they're both respectively releasing November 15th. Yep. November continuing to be just the busiest Loaded. fucking time forever. Yeah. Um. Jesus. But, that is awesome. I am, like, yeah, I'm super fully excited fucking torqued to get into this. Um. I'm gonna have to see exactly what pace he's getting. I'm thinking I'm gonna go sword. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what he's probably gonna go with, but I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna have to try to talk him into getting shield, just to make sure. Are you? Yeah, going? I'm getting. I'm. I'm gonna get shield for sure. Yeah. So um, that would work out. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna. Actually, I'm probably gonna buy the dual pack, but I'm planning on, depending on when it releases, which we might hear about on what Tuesday. Um, well, they said the, the 15th. Nintendo show. Well, not that. I mean the uh, the like altered Switch consoles or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Because there's going to be like a nicer version and then a handheld only version, right? Yep. Has that been confirmed? I think that's been confirmed, yeah. Okay, so we, well, I guess we still might have to hear some info from uh, Nintendo on yeah. that on their Direct. But I'm, I'm looking forward to buying another one of those. Have like a mobile only one and a, a nicer like HD screen one for the TV or whatever. So we'll have to see what they announce on that. But um, I plan on getting another one anyway, so I'll probably have Shannon doing the uh, Sword. Yeah. And I, I plan I plan on buying yeah, the keeping this edition that I mm. already have and getting that big possibly edition. Getting I know one, what yeah. they're gonna do with it. We already know. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a pretty fucking good idea. Yeah, for sure. They're gonna be like, oh, surprise! You can't do this on this system now. It's like, yeah, fuck! Did I even buy it? Rat exactly. Um, so I do yeah. love the the sporting event that they kind of like set up for the lead or for the gym. Yeah, too. it's like football. Yeah. basically, it's fucking awesome. Like, I always yeah. kind of imagined it that way, like, you know, stadium and the like, but mm-hmm. seeing the way that the ground looks and the way yeah, that... Yeah, it's like a manicured lawn and big stadium for people to watch these fights in. It, yeah. it seems really cool. I'm really excited for that. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. I think we got our uh, our dicks out enough for this one. Um, you can actually, hard to sell. You can actually go over to uh, swordshield.pokemon.com and... Uh, Get a look for yourself on all of the things on how they work. Meet some of the, um, uh, like, check out some of the new Pokemon. Meet, like, some mm-hmm. of the new gym leaders and what the world has to offer. If just sitting down and watching that video isn't for you, if you'd rather just, you know, yeah. take a read. Just kind of check it out, right? Yeah. Damn, the fucking Scottish girl character has me fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, the I love leader? the shit they, no, the, uh, the, like, player character, the female player character. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 It's, uh, the Scottish Twitter has completely taken over that character, and the fucking commentary is hilarious. I'd be interested in hearing some of that commentary. Uh-huh, it's pretty fucking good. Look it up. I think you can... I forget how to look it up. There used to be a really good tag that you could look at. I will say, I've been... Uh, they have the... Um, in the Pokemon card run, they've been doing the dual... Uh, mm-hmm. Like, two Pokemon on one card. Yeah. I've been picking up a pack every now and again trying to get some of those. I did get one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of dumb extra little things. And it gives you an extra pack to play with for the Pokemon trading card game. Yeah. Kind of fun. Huh. Kind of worth it. All right. Cool. We'll go ahead and move on. Uh, I think we talked about it last week, but, you know, definitely official Baldur's Gate 3 from Larian Studios. <clears throat> Uh, we Yo, I watched the uh, watch the trailer. I don't believe. Um, um, no, we didn't watch it before. Yeah, this is the trailer. I think's new. Yeah, I watched the trailer. Um, probably soon after mm. we talked about it before. Um, yeah. But it does show uh, a warrior like knight in an urban area, um, and he looks like he's fucked up a little bit, and yeah. he's like resting on his sword, um, and he keeps hearing stuff and turning around, and he throws up into his hand just blood and teeth. And Damn, like you do. Drops down to his knees and he's screaming. You see his face start like shape shifting. Yeah, he's his, getting like madly distorted. Yeah, and his fingers start like breaking and reshaping. Yeah. Um, and Damn. his hair just immediately falls off. His face kind of turns almost inside out. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, like tentacles end up coming out of his mouth. And he's walking. They like down bust the out and like blow all the teeth out of the way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he ends up standing up, and he's just, uh, I mean, 
Is, is he technically like a mind flare? Well, yeah, he's become an illithid. Yeah. You know? That's how they reproduce. Oh, from like cool. the inside? Yeah, they uh, they put like a tadpole into people's brains. The tadpole mm-hmm. uh, takes over the body and reforms it. It's pretty dope. So this video at the end shows him fully transformed into uh, an illithid. He's on his knee. He's on down on one knee and he stands back up, leaving his uh, um, the sword behind. He just starts yep. to float, and he's like hovering, like you looking up. And at then the there's sky. like. Uh, and yeah, there's like it's it's a storm at this point, and then there's like flashes of lightning that illuminate these like floating shapes in the sky. Yeah, and extremely uh, good. And the floating shapes are obviously like other more, yeah, more mind flares. Yeah, more more mind flares. And uh, a large Boom. lightning strike happens, and there's uh, like a mess of tentacles, like fucking Cthulhu, a, a giant one. Right. Yeah. Um, as he gets kind of Hell closer yeah. to the camera, and then just fades out. Baldur's Gate 3 with the logo with that big three that they had. Um, and, uh, you know, mess of tentacles wrapping around it. Um, yeah. We don't Damn, know anything more about this. Um, they do have Baldur's Gate 3.game um, <laughs> out there. So you can go check it out. Um, actually, let's check that out now. Yeah. it's Nothing's crazy going on. I went and checked the website. But uh, it, it looks really cool, dude. And Larian's such a cool, um, such a cool studio to have it too. Oh yeah. Uh, take oh. out that first U. Baldur's Gate. We, yeah, we'll be. Uh, oh, that's gonna... weird. How it did that? That redirect was really odd. Yeah. Take a minute. I'm just gonna copy this. Damn, I can't even type today. Dot game. Oh yeah, it's a fucking game. This domain is for sale. What the fuck? How'd they not buy that? They didn't buy that. Yeah, I don't know. They wanted the game. Dude, get it. Get it right now. Meetspin.com redirect. Whoop, whoop, We're gonna whoop. go, boys. We're gonna redirect, and they're gonna be like, "Shit, <laughs> now we have to buy it. We don't want to be Shit. it." Shit, <laughs> fuck. Um, so not much going on. You, you can subscribe for updates, which is what I'm probably going to do in the next minute here. Um, mm. Because I want to know as much as I can about this one for sure. Oh, yeah. Yo, I wonder if they didn't want to do Baldersgate.com because if that was taken, people would know that Baldersgate 3 was being made. But probably nobody was looking for Baldersgate3.game. True. <laughs> right? <laughs> but they could have just grabbed it and sat on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's very odd. Womp womp. Huh. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Larian, you know, really, I don't think they're, they could have got a better studio to work on it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, should be some cool stuff. Alright. So, um, up next is something that I could not care less about. Yep. <laughs> um, Grim keeps saying that Destiny 2 is going free. I haven't heard that yet. So that's not something yeah. that I'm, you know, going to yeah. be whipping out. But they did show off Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Um, I, I expansion. Have, actually haven't seen this yet, so I have no idea what's going on. Going back to the moon, I assume they're going to be some Awakened shit, right? The um, Ramuni type dudes? Probably, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not 
too sure of what's going on, but I mean, obviously, like you know, Destiny has always done, I think, a really good job of advertisement. Yep. Like marketing, so it looks really cool. Definitely. Um, if you'd like to check out that reveal trailer, you can always just search up Shadow Keeps Reveal Trailer. Um, and uh, you had a Kotaku article up here as well. Yeah, I was just talking about what's coming with it. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, free-to-play base game, as Bungie's talking about. That hasn't hit yet, so like you said, I'm not like really sold on that yet. But um, It could be something that come, comes uh, becomes available. Right. Uh, they are introducing cross-saves. Apparently, they are going to pull Destiny off of... Um, they're going to pull it off of Battle.net and put it on Steam. That's a little weird. Yeah. Um, weird. You can you can buy Shadowkeep completely standalone. You don't have to own Forsaken or any other parts of the DLC. Okay. Um, yeah, it's getting cross-save, which, um, you know, Sony at a last-minute decision allowed them to do that. Um, and, uh, yeah, the base version and the all-year-one content will be going free-to-play with the new title, Destiny 2 New Light. So, that's kind of cool. I might possibly you know get into it now that it's just going to be freely available um i just don't think that destiny could ever win me back and it's the goal of destiny is not for me it's not being marketed into something i'm interested in you know what i mean right, right. So regardless of how good they do on it it's just really not my thing i think this is a really smart decision it's the right way to go um obviously they need to grow their market because they lost people between destiny one and two yes Wow. So I think it's a smart move. Overall, I think it's they're they're doing the right thing with it. Um, it's just kind of interesting how they got here. Yeah, like so. I mean, like personally with Destiny, mm. I, I don't have much of an interest for right. two. Uh, but I am interested in whatever they plan on moving on to mm-hmm. next. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Now that they're newly independent, right? Right, right. That's that's obviously why they're coming off of uh, Battle.net. Um, they're going to try to transition into their own thing that they don't. They're, they're no longer um, needing the support of Activision on. They're going to be Bunge.e. Bunge.e. Dot games. Love it. Yeah. So I guess there's some movement here. Um, what do you think? How, how long do you think they're going to uh, keep going with uh, Destiny 2? I don't know. I mean, with this expansion, that would put it around the same... I think it's the similar or the same number of expansions that totally, like, in all expansions put together, existed for Destiny 1. Mm -hmm. This is probably the last one, right? Yeah, I would say. I would say it's probably the last one. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll have um, have to see. Cool. So let's move on to, I guess, a little bit of E3 news. I mean, I would say this is probably E3 for mm-hmm. them. Uh, it's around the same time. Um, talk a little bit about the Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. Um, so what exactly is the Google Stadia? What are we looking at here? Yeah, it's, um, well, it's weird because I think they went completely the wrong way with it. Okay. Um, Google Stadia is... So we have a couple things. We have the link directly to Google's website for the like Google Stadia Founder Edition. 129 free shipping. So... With the custom controller and shit. It also comes with a Google Chromecast Ultra. Mm-hmm. 
So that's, yeah, that's kind of cool. That's, that's a cool little get. That's the basically the receiver that you're going to be playing this off of. Um, if you're running it on your TV. If yeah. you're running it on your TV. Yeah. Um, now, if you're running elsewhere, your that device will act as, um, you know, you'll probably have to download like that extra app or whatever to make sure that it can run. But yeah, you're, the idea yep. is you can take the Stadia controller and play on your TV. And then if you have to go take a shit, you can pop it over to your tablet. And then it, when you're done with your shit, if you have to go to work, you can leave your tablet at home and take your phone. Um, yep. And you can play the same game seamlessly between all devices. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. With this controller, controller is set up kind of like a more rounded um, version of a PlayStation controller, kind of like a Switch, like a like yeah. a Switch Pro. It's very controller. close to a Switch Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, pretty standard size. Um, it comes with uh, let's see here, the tech specs for the Founders Edition of what's in the box. It of course comes with the controller, Chromecast Ultra. Um, the controller is apparently night blue, a USB-C to A cable, and a power adapter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with that, we do know it's getting, um, you know, the they're 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 getting some games. Yes. But how? Yeah. Like like what are we? I'm I'm trying to trying to figure out how to phrase this, but like, what is making me want to go and buy this $130 plus tax? Yeah, so device that's going to replace something I've already purchased to play this, um, and I don't have to worry about latency or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I think I think really this this limited launch thing. I mean the the main advantage is. Um, you get the three months of pro and you get a second three month of pro to give to a friend Mm -hmm. that can play. So they'll have to just play with their own controller or mouse and keyboard, whatever. Um, the pro will be getting free games. We don't know the particulars on that yet. If it's going to be like Xbox gold or if it's going to be like games pass, um, we don't know the number of free games. We don't know the quality of the free games. We don't know the price of the free games normally. Um, we do know at launch that it's going to include uh, all of Destiny 2, including Shadowkeep yeah. and the annual pass. It'll include every piece of content available for Destiny 2 at launch, which is pretty cool. So um, I think that's a good way for, for Bungie to differentiate themselves out of Activision, basically. We're looking at some of the titles here um, that, that, you, that you can pick up. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Metro hmm. Exodus, Final Fantasy 15, Wolfenstein Youngblood... Uh, Young of course, blood. Destiny 2, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, Tom's Clancy's uh, The Division 2, The Crew 2, um, mm. even more, more like brand new titles like Mortal Kombat 11. And looking to the future, Baldur's Gate 3 is on this list, Borderlands yep. 3, um, yep. the new Darksiders game. And right. uh, I mean, they're not leaving MMOs out with stuff like Elder Scroll Online. Um, right. So it looks like they have a little bit of something for everyone. Um, yeah, but those are all like to be purchased at full price. So like right now, it seems like what Stadia is going to be going for in the future is you don't have to go buy a console, right? So like this is the streaming future that we've that sort of Xbox has been talking about, and um, certainly like you know with Steam, you don't have to go buy a Steam box to play Steam, right? 
like you just you have to have any computer that can run Steam, right. and then you can play every game that's on Steam essentially, as long as your computer meets the minimum requirements for that game. Okay. So like, the advantage of Stadia when the regular version comes out next year is that if a kid says to their mom, "Hey, I want Borderlands 3," if you don't already own an Xbox, you don't have to go buy a three hundred dollar system to play it. Right. Right. And the regular version a- of Stadia is going to be free. Um, so you really don't need anything. I mean, if you, if you're going to play on your computer, um, Mm -hmm. you don't need to buy anything additional. If you're going to play on your TV, I guess you need to buy a controller and a, and some kind of Google streaming box. But at that time, it just, uh, if you're just grabbing the Stadia base free edition, Mm -hmm. it's just a replacement for Steam and Epic. Basically. But if you want to pay 10 bucks, you get some free games Mm-hmm. And you get the I the chance to purchase other games at a discount. At a discount. So I don't know what that. It's probably a ten percent discount, right? Nothing worth writing home about, most likely. Right. So I, I I'm conv- it's like, weird. I, I just don't understand. It, like it seems like this thing has two markets in mind. Yes. And it it's not catering to either one particularly well. I was um, I was under the assumption that this 10, 10 bucks a month would be more. I thought it was going to be like twenty bucks a month. I, like yeah, I thought it would be. I was thinking fifteen a month. Uh-huh. Um, it would be something like Games Pass, where Google Stadia comes up with, okay, here's the games that we're going to have on offer this month, and then for most months it's the same games, and they just add a few and subtract a few that are not getting any popular hits. You know, right. It's just very... I just don't know who they're marketing to because this market is already served by Steam. Yep. On the one hand. And on the other hand, that market is already served by the consoles. So, like, the, like, hey, you don't need to buy anything additional. You can just stream straight from our site, whatever. You can you you can't stream on Steam, but you can fucking download it in 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. And you don't have to blow up your data connection at all times of day, right? See, I, I was under um, the the um, impression that this thing was going to replace buying video games. That's what I. It's exactly what I thought. And, and the fact that it's like, hey guys, did you know you can buy Doom Eternal on this game service? It's like, yeah, no shit, I can buy it on you any can buy game it service. literally any fucking place. So yeah, I can buy it on Epic. Spend... I can buy it on the Bethesda.net web store that sucks dick. Like. They, I can yeah, buy it anywhere. So they not only want you to spend $130 to be able to just buy the game for right. 10% off, they also want you to spend $10 a month to do so. Yep. So, so yeah, and if you look at the price, so if, um, let if, me pop my calculator up here. If you have if you have the money to spend $130 plus $10 a month and to buy the game, just, mm. just buy like a PS4 Pro. Yeah, and, and that's buy, what's weird. And buy is the like, game and own it, and don't worry about you know your internet crashing and you never being able to do anything ever. Right. So yeah, if your internet goes out, there is no download model, as far as we know. They did not say you can download games. Right. It's stream only, as far as we know. Um, if you're doing the 4K version, by the way, every 65 hours of games is a full terabyte streamed. God damn. That's a, that's very difficult. If your internet fucking twitches for a second. You're playing on 1080p, yep. so you might as well be doing the free model. Um, really, the advantage right now is so there. It's 130 right now plus free shipping. Yeah. 
Um, so you're getting Game Pass for three months. So that's thirty bucks. You're getting Game Pass for your friend to check out for three months. That's sixty bucks. That's zero dollars so, because it's for my friend, not me. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I think the goal is that you have somebody to play with. Right. I get it. Um, so I, yeah, you can if you wanted to, you could have that. So you can say forty-five bucks. Um, you know, they're, I guess they're giving you a sixty-dollar value with that just up front. So there's a seventy bucks that is split up between the controller, the device. So the controller is probably fifty, right? So the Chromecast thing is probably what. So you save a little bit of money if you break it out piecemeal. But it's just it's. I don't think it's enticing enough to to pull people in right away. Yeah. Um, and again, you're you're assuming that people have a device. I guess okay, that's not true. I, I guess I was gonna say you're assuming people can stream 4K, right? Which is like, I don't know. I guess, like, really, what we're gonna have to see here is has Google really figured out a way to get 60 frames per second over a 10 megabyte or sorry megabit connection? Because that would be significant. Yeah. So really, I, like, the, the question is, what's the underlying technology? And they're not bragging about that. They're like, hey, you can play Borderlands. It's like, you're going to be able to play that on everything, dude. Uh, like, yeah. that's, not a, that's not a gimme. You can play Destiny 2. Yeah, I can play that anywhere. Right. So, uh, you know, it's... The real technology is the underlying stuff. Hey, we've managed to really get good, dedicated bandwidth control. And you can run 4K shit on a 35 megabit stream. I don't think that that's going to work. I, I think, you know, I tested my, they have a thing on their website that says test your connection. And it tests it for, you know, several seconds. And it determines like, okay, I think that you would be able to have a consistent download speed enough to do the 4K version. Right? Right. But, you know, if you're, you know, significant other or housemate gets home and they jump on the wi-fi are you suddenly not gonna be able to do 4k anymore if school gets out and all the kids in your neighborhood get home and jump on their xbox are you not gonna be able to do 4k anymore like i can i know certain times of day that my internet slows down because other people in the neighborhood get on Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. you know somebody starts watching netflix in the house uh i have an update to one of my consoles you know Right. I, it's even if I, so I pay for a hundred megabit connection. I don't think I consistently get 35 megabits at every single second all the time. Right. 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 So like there is no, like I, I'm looking at them like there's no way in hell their minimum is going to be 10. Yeah. That's not possible. That's just uh, not possible. I, think I don't, I don't see it's closer. You to can't stream that like 25. I can tell you right now. So for, um, Borderlands. We started downloading the Handsome Jack collection because we're really just trying to crank through the first game because it's just it's sort of just too problematic to deal with. Right. Um, but still something that we want to play and something that we want to get the full experience of. Right. 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 So we're not going to hundred percent it, but we're going to get as much as we can before we move on. So like downloading on my PS4 Pro on a hundred megabit connection, and I'm wireless, so you lose a little bit on that automatically, right? So let's say I'm getting 70 megabits to my PS4. It took me fucking 10 hours to download the Handsome Collection and the 4K texture pack for it. Yeah. Right? The The PS4 Pro has a data cap limit of about 35 megabits per second. Mm-hmm. And it does not hit that consistently. No, not even close. So It's usually sitting around like 10. 
if that. Right. So the Xbox One X, the most powerful console ever released, blah, blah, blah. Suck Microsoft sticks for a little bit. <laughs> like, that thing takes a minute to download big games. Now, if you're streaming 4K textures at all times and the full game, 35 ain't going to cut it. No. Not even close. I, I'm uh, just, I mean, I work in IT. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to do it. Yeah. So, really, what they need to be saying is, hey, we've created this underlying, you know, it's it, it, whether it's doing like network tunneling where it creates a distinct well, handshake it. path from use directly to the Google servers, that could work. I hear tunnels collapse, though. Uh, that's what uh, GameStop said. So, yeah. you never know. Um, speaking of fucking collapse in GameStop. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just like, if anybody could do it, it's Google. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, they just have not talked in a way that lets me believe that this is going to work. Because uh, fucking, so I play League of Legends on my computer, right? Mm-hmm. I have about a 10 millisecond delay from me to the server. It's almost unnoticeable, right? Especially in a game where you sort of preload commands anyways. Um, so, like... 10 to 15 you don't really notice a delay until you start getting to like 20 milliseconds because human eye update time is about 15 milliseconds so like you can start noticing it over 25 30 100 there's no way you're going to be able to play fast reflex twitch games like destiny multiplayer streaming at 4k on 35 megabits it's not going to happen agreed yeah with 60 frames per second it's just not going to happen the technology is just not there from what i understand right and, now and let, let's, if google has solved that then that's different and, but they they're not marketing that and let's not forget the fact of so when is this releasing what's the date on this november something i believe let's see it arrives this november yep yeah. so i i'm I, i'm also expecting this november just the full fucking thing to crash the first like three days. Oh yeah, it's not gonna work for and a week. not even that's function. guaranteed. Um, because I, I would I challenge somebody to find me something online that worked perfectly day one from day one on. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. It doesn't happen. So yeah. it's sure. uh, it's a step in the right direction, but I don't know if they fully realize. What? That's interesting. I just don't know if they can pull it off. I don't think they can pull it off. Um, okay. I have friends who bought into the Founders Edition. Uh, mm. I have friends that are very interested and, you know, want to buy into the Founders Edition. Right. But I'm, on the other hand, sitting here going, there's no fucking way. And I want them to prove me wrong. Yeah. I don't think they can. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I don't think they have the the knowledge of how gaming works <laughs> to be able to pull something like this off. Yeah, what has so again, this is something that I've been talking with somebody at work about. Like Amazon and Google both have a games division. Right. They pay people full time to make games. What have they released? Neither one has ever released a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean Amazon's Amazon had has, a games they have a they've game. had a games division for ten years. What's that called? The Lumberyard? Uh, the Lumberyard's the engine. Yeah, they bought that from, what, it used to be a Crytek game engine or something? Yeah, probably. Um, but, you know, it, it's... I mean, both of these studios have had... or These companies have had game studios for years. And they've never released anything. What's the Google game? 
It does, as far as I know, it doesn't exist. Yeah. What's the Amazon game? As far as I know, it doesn't exist. And these guys think they're the next big shit in games, but it's like, dog, at least, like, people bitch and complain about the Epic Game Store. At least they fucking make games. Yeah. Like, uh, there are Epic games I can go download right now. Right now. You know? They've given me free shit to play. They've given me free shit to play, and they talk about what their free shit is months in advance. Yeah. I don't know, other than Destiny 2... What is going to be available on the system? I don't know how often they're going to put games out. I don't know how modern the free games are going to be. And let's talk like, about that for a second. Leading with Destiny 2. That's interesting choice. That is a bold fucking choice. Uh, leading with a game that's widely considered to have failed. <laughs> like a dead game, right? That right. would be like, guys, we've done it. Our flagship game on the Google Stadia? Anthem. <laughs> Just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just don't get what they're doing. It's it's very odd. They should have got um, Jack Black on board and led with Brutal Legend. Holy shit. Wait a minute. Not a remake, just the original game that you can this play. This is the original game on 360. Yeah, that you can play right now for six ninety nine. <laughs> fucking buy it at GameStop for a dollar. They'll, they'll pay you to pick they up will, a copy. Yeah. Jack will come to your house. He don't care. You'll get fucking three stocks in the company to, if you pick up a copy of the game. Yeah, it's very odd. So we'll have to see where they go with it. Um, if they, I mean, this could be a very similar to the Epic situation where at first it's like, this is dumb, you're dumb, fuck your company. And then mm-hmm. after, they, they, if they have the way of the ability to prove themselves. If anybody can just sink money into something and just like fucking burn cash to, to get subscriber share, it's mm-hmm. Google, right? Sure. Again, like, again, the other company I talk shit about there, Amazon. Amazon, the store lost money for 15 years they didn't turn a profit until 2017 (laughs) so like they do not care to lose money for a while just to build up that base you know so google could definitely do it we just need to see more um like i'm on uh, like i'm I'm interested i'm on board i just need to see more yeah i agree so well you know we'll we'll see we'll keep an eye on it i think we're gonna hear um a little bit more about it before this week's up yep um so they, I mean, they really need to, they need to get the word out now because they've, they've blown their full load mm-hmm. and you know, it didn't make me orgasm. So I'm going to need more. And yeah, they, they don't have, I, I don't know. I like to hear from the audience though. I'd love to hear what they think on, um, mm. on the idea of spending $130 for a controller and, <clears throat> um, with a Google Chrome, uh, ultra to, mm-hmm just buy the same games that they're going to buy anyway. Yeah. So, and I don't mean to skew it in that way, but that's just the best way that I think I can say that. Yep. Um, so yeah, let us know and let's move on to the next thing. For sure. So, um, we kind of teased it, I guess in there. Um, mm-hmm. they've announced, uh, THQ has announced a new, uh, Darksiders game, Darksiders Genesis, which is a Diablo style. <laughs> God damn! Um, making yeah, a comeback. Sure. Why not? Yeah, this is this type of game is really making a comeback. I think it started with like Path of Exile when that kind of took off. Right. Um. So, yeah, this is back with Airship Syndicate working on it, which is really cool. The That's guys cool. that you know, the studio, not the same studio, but most of the same talent that made the original Darksiders game mm-hmm. and set up that world and everything. Uh, what is Vigil Games originally? So, um, seems again, it seems extremely Diablo. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's even going with the same thing of like demons 
are your enemies. This, I mean, even that boss that he's talking to looks like a Diablo boss. It looks like Ball or looks like whoever from Diablo 3. So it's kind of weird that everybody's doing this same thing, but sure, that's fine. I'm into it. And you can bring in friends that'll play. Uh, we, we see somebody playing as, uh, what, War from the first game. Um, that- your character that you play as, or the main character for the game, looks like uh, Strife, which is like a gun wielder. Um, like a dual guns, which seems really cool. Yeah, so it says uh, reeling from new events on Eden, War and Strife have been given a new assignment. Lu- mm. Lucifer. <laughs> Damn. Well, don't mind if I do these. Yeah. Um, well, here we go. <laughs> so. That'll be cool. Um, you can uh, blast angels and demons as the gunslinging horsemen Strife. Playable for the first time. Swap between the powerful swordsman war and strife instantly um, in single player gameplay. Explore the um, explore the world of dark siders and wreak havoc with a friend with two player co op mode. Experience a brand new story campaign that takes place before the original dark siders. Exploring the origins of the seven seals and grow cool. in strength and power as you collect items, abilities, weapon enhancements, creature cores, and more. Um, yeah, I'm down with that. He's gonna for sure. Strife's gonna cut this guy from butt to nut. Tell him that much. And, well, he's uh, gonna pop those three heads into uh, three separate dudes that are much skinnier. So this is a a two player co op. Unlike uh, yeah, unlike um, most least games of its kind, it's usually a four player co op. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this one just says I think it's just two player. Okay. Interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see more. How many times do I have to fucking say that? God damn it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it, we like this kind of game. Yeah. So, you know, this is this is made for, like, we were talking a little bit, about the, uh, you know, on the Stadia. This, that audience is marketed for us. Yeah. But we're not interested. This is marketed yeah. for us, and we are interested. Um, so this is the, the, the fucking flip side of what we were just talking about. Looks great, though. Very weird. Uh, this yeah. intro trailer, if you haven't checked out the official cinematic teaser trailer for Genesis, um, he looks like Cade 6 from Destiny, Strife, in the face. He does. And uh, But the rest of him looks... This is the direction that they should have been going, I think. Yeah. Super good. Um, and then, uh, if that's not enough, we did get word of a Destroy All Humans remake. Um, Hell yeah. So yeah, THQ actually, um, basically what they did leaning into E3. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to turn up the sound Um, on it a little bit so we can hear it in the background. Because the music choice was damn good. Yeah. So um, yeah, they uh, uh, basically, THQ said, you know, they we heard that they have like what, like fucking 100 games? It's like 80 games. In progress. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see sort of... Um, they, they they teased three games before E3. So those three were... Uh, the first one was a remake of SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. Yep. That's pretty fucking tight. Uh, we're not going to show that off because there's nothing special about it. But, you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, they announced Darksiders Genesis and they announced uh, Destroy All Humans Remake. So it's not uh, HD texture pack or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's a full remake. Uh, we don't see any gameplay yet, but... Uh, I imagine it's going to be pretty dope. No, this this video's fucking enough, though. Like, yeah. the official remake reveal trailer for Destroy All Humans straight up has Rammstein. And yeah. Crypto 
is hypnotizing the masses. Yes. Making them do basically whatever he wants. And then he just... Extremely good. I think he, I think he ends up... Uh, yeah, he ends up turning the, the uh, hypnotized masses into a concert... <clears throat> where the like lead investigator is like still coming after him and he disappears and he ends up showing up behind him taking off his glasses and getting him uh like hypnotized, hypnotized anyway. yeah and then he flies off in his ship and just fucking vaporizes everybody damn so good yep just everything about the trailer from the art to the music to like what happens it's fucking rad. So I didn't expect to be this jacked up for uh, uh, for Destroy All Humans in 2020. Yeah, like just saying that is just so cool. Wild. So cool, dude. Um, like THQ uh, Nordic has realized their maximum potential, which is just like shit out so many games. Like they own all these licenses. How much money do you have to put into a Destroy All Humans remake? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's relatively budget. It was a B game to begin with. And just, like, pop them out. Like, all this stuff. Capture people's nostalgia. Start doing some new stuff on the side and just to see what hits. Yeah. And just but, crank but, all of the shit out. And and get... I mean, the, the, the foundation's there. You know what this game's mm-hmm. going to be. You know what it's going to play mm-hmm. like. You know how it's going to feel. But flex a little bit by putting your... A little bit... You know, a few ideas that could work in you know in this new thing whether it be um a new flying mechanic for the ship or you know a a new way that people like go from place to place you know like uh like like easy things like that that'll help you progress you know whatever it is you're you know you're working on and i feel like that's the kind of stuff that they're doing and this is some really cool stuff so fucking good yeah for this trailer. I, I don't know what the game's going to look like, but everything about this trailer got me hyped up for this. Yep. So, uh, you know, we'll hear more about this. I don't know if we're going to hear any more about Destroy All Humans at E3 specifically. I don't think we'll see gameplay yeah. or anything. Um, but, yeah, we'll definitely uh, keep you all posted on that. That's awesome. Okay, so if you guys have been hanging out this whole time just to hear this shit on EA... Buckle up. Now's your now's your moment. So we did sit down. Uh, we watched uh, the most interesting part of the EA Play mm-hmm. 2019 easily, um, and it was hosted by several different people. Um, right off the gate, we had Star Wars Jedi: The Fallen Order. Yeah, which uh, I mean, I guess it kind of got sort of a mixed response. Uh, in general, uh, we were kind of looking at a data aggregator thing. Yeah. Um, I think people were really happy to see new gameplay. Yes. Um, so I, I, that got a really positive response from fans. Um, and, uh, yeah, basically, I mean, I, I'm super excited for it because it looks like another uh, Star Wars Force Unleashed, which I was super into. Sure. Um, if you weren't into Force Unleashed, this is probably not going to look amazing to you. <laughs> you know? It's it's just that type of thing. Like, it, it seems like they picked out a series that was relatively well-received in the past, and they were like, okay, let's just do that. Um, the yeah. traversal looks really fun. So they've they've really fixed. Um, like it's going to be a lot more interesting to go from place to place than it was in like Force Unleashed. You basically just would fucking walk around and like jump on two blocks and you're there. Yeah. Yep. Um, this it, is a canonical storyline set 
after episode three, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, this is canon. So um, and we do see Saw Gerrera. Yep. Right. Um, so, so what what we end up what we end up seeing is some pretty good mechanics, some familiar faces, um, a world that looks like it looks good. Um, well, they're on uh, Kashuk, right? Yeah, the Wookiee planet. Yeah, Kashi. Yeah, um, and it it has it has a lot of a lot of good qualities, but I want to know more about this story, and mm-hmm. I want to know more. I want to know more about the character. I want to know more yep. about what we're doing, and yep. um, you know, I, I just, I, I personally, I need to see more. I'm going in open minded. I would say mm-hmm. I was probably someone who, um, it was received mediocre. I wasn't a hundred percent like amped up. Well, you're this. sort of yeah. You're like you're neutral on it basically. Yeah. Um, I don't hate it. I don't, don't hate it and not sold. Don't it. love it and I'm not sold. Yeah. Um, that's fair. So, I mean, they're, they're like I've had several people approach me. I've had um, people say, "Oh, this looks amazing to me," and I'm like, That's "Yeah, me. I see why you think this is amazing, um, and why this could be really cool for you." Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've had other people say, "This shit looks boring." Um, yep. And I'm like, yeah, "I can I can <laughs> see why you would say I that. can see that." Yeah. Uh, it, it makes sense, and to me, I'm I'm right down the middle. I can find redeeming qualities in every single video game I play. It doesn't. Even yeah, I do. Like, um, I think part of the issue, and, and you've said this. I, anybody that watched our live stream heard a lot of our kind of internal opinions of what some of our other preferred Star Wars games are and stuff. Sure. Uh, the Force Unleashed games are not games where you are driven by the world. Mm-hmm. Um, they're games where you are you're driven entirely by the story and the action, right? Um, there's one path to get to things. You typically are not, it's not Deus Ex where you're, you have 15 different options to show up in a town, right? Right. Like you get there in one direction there. You have to knock this thing down and force push it and walk over it. Then you have to swing on the spine. Then you have to kill these guys and you have to walk through the hallway. Like that's just how it is. Uh, they, they design it in a very particular way. Um, there's, I think, some mechanical stuff that could use a little cleaning up. Some of the animations were a little jittery. Um, yeah. Some of the textures, what'd you say? Uh, the the shaders that show up on enemies when they get hit by you. Yeah. Um, were a little off, it looked like. Yeah, it, it, it looks like... I wouldn't say they're off. I would say it just looks like they're... Um, could be better. They, they need more work. It's You're not yeah. there yet. But what the player yep. that was playing did... Um, some of the stuff he did really highlighted what the game can do. I was like... Yeah, a lot should... of the, like, force power combos. Yeah, like, while he was playing, I was going, oh, man, he should do this, and then he would do it. And mm-hmm. that's exciting. I love to see that. Yeah, that, that happens several times. Actually, I would recommend people go back and watch our coverage of that, because it really is, like, as he's walking down the hallway, you're like, oh, he should shoot that droid at the guy, and then he does it. Yeah. Like, as you're saying it, he does it, which is amazing, because... You really can't ask for better than that, you know? Right. It's like, oh, if I was here, I would do this. And then the guy does it, and you're like, yeah, it works. Yeah, I can't believe like, he did that. That's so exciting. And it happened That like is that, uh, yeah, that's that EA hype that we talk about, you know? Yeah. Um, the enemies seem pretty smart, so it seems like they have some cool AI. Like, he's fighting, like, one of those, like, it's a stormtrooper using the dual staff thing that yeah. we saw the droids use in Episode 3. If you pull him towards you with the Force... He'll swing and he'll he'll launch an attack on you, like other enemies. You just pull them and you can kind of one shot them by you just like 
fucking yank them towards you and slice them in half, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy's prepared for that. So you're going to have to have different moves on different units. And I do... I saw some fucking numbnuts was comparing the game to Dark Souls combat, and it's like, Ooh. no, you're high as hell. Uh, stop comparing stuff to Dark Souls. We Everything is not Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, but I do wonder if that force pull is going to mm. work on those enemies after a certain point. Or if you do a certain if, if you thing, if you can buff it up to a certain point, right? If you can stun yeah. them and pull them. Um, the the thing that um yeah, like I said, the action really pulls these games along. You unlock skill points and you can like customize some of your moves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it's really cool how he uses the force powers. Uh, it's not something that we see in the movies or that we've seen in other games. He kind of like. It seems like he selects a power. We don't see anything on screen to necessarily tell you what he's doing. We don't see, like, press X to push, press Y to, like, come or whatever. You know what I mean? Of course. Like, um, so he, like, sort of starts to use a force power. So he'll use, like, a pull. Time will kind of slow down. You'll lock onto an enemy, and then he'll start doing a, a maneuver, and then he'll, like, kind of pull his arm back, and it, like, locks the power that he's using in place. So then a second after he triggers it, it'll launch the pull. Right? Which seems really cool. I was talking about that a lot where it's like, he seems like he's like locking different force powers in. Like he's selecting them and then and then triggering them, which seems really cool. Yeah, and I, I would um, like to see how that selection is happening. I feel like... I would really like to see how that happens. I think, they're, yeah. I think they hid that from... Yeah, they're hiding a weapon wheel or something. Yeah. Um, um, but... Is, you know, that's to be expected of uh, E3 demos for sure. We've seen force push. We've seen force pull. We've seen um, like the time, the time like slow mo. Yeah, the, the, basically what the uh, of that. Yeah, what what uh, the you know Kylo Ren does in uh, the beginning of um, episode seven, I guess. Yeah, um, where he like pauses the bolt in midair and then like walks around it. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Um. That seems really cool. And then we saw something else too, didn't we? So, what what it has to do to, like, personally win me over, someone who's not won over, is... Um, story. Hit me with that story. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. I, I want to see that story, and I want to see what um, a little bit more of development. I want to see how the character develops. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, skill trees. Um, I, I, and I really want to see some of these animations, uh, you know, cleaned up, tightened up, and... Uh, the you know the 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 small things that make a game go from good to great right i want to see that 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 stuff has yet to be seen yeah um i think that um yeah i want to see skill trees and i want to see a little bit more story uh they did say that this character is canonical to um you know, I, not Lucas Arts, I guess anymore, but just the, the Disney Star Wars franchise. Like this is, this character is going to be in other media. They said that directly uh, in the interview section that happened after the gameplay footage. Yeah, um, this this actor is um, Cameron. Uh, is that right? Yeah, Cameron, Cameron something. Yeah, he he's played uh, he played Jerome and Jerome's brother Jerome in Gotham, mm. basically the Joker. Yeah. Um. And. I find it interesting that they, you know, that it wasn't just some, you know, guy that it they chose him. So yep. they're definitely pulling him into something else for sure. Right. He's probably going to appear as like a quick walk by in one of the movies or something. Or um, I don't know. They, well, I don't know actually because this is direction. they have a lot of this stuff is they have pre Rogue One era. Yeah. But they have said like somebody basically the question was, um, can I 
choose between light and dark side and they said no. no he is a good guy he is appearing canonically in other material so we can't ruin that yeah he has well um, he, that was a mandate from disney yep so he um, has to be a good guy so he, you're not, not those have, exact words he is a good guy in this game you're not gonna we have, might be seeing him turn evil in the future yeah that's true i guess uh you're but, not uh, gonna have not this was this fucked up that bite to the neck yeah, that fucked me. I thought he was. I, I thought, thought that was a death animation. That would have been so cool if they just fucking killed him. In the but I hate that. It's the like Tomb Raider. It's one of the things that just kind of pulled me out of it. Is that yeah. that spider wrapping him up every time he gets hit with like yeah instantly a, wrapped up. You're instantly wrapped up. It's not around your feet. It didn't knock you back and stick you to the ground or do something right. like that. It just did that generic fucking. I'm stuck. Like, Which everybody in every game that's ever had a spider web does, and it's like that's the kind of thing that just like it. Yeah, that's the thing about uh, a little bit. That's the thing about it looks like this, and definitely the Force Unleashed games is that they were very video gamey. Yeah. It was not trying to make you think this was really happening, right? It's not like Uncharted, but it. But um, that's kind of the point of these Star Wars, like the the Star Wars universe, is to pull you out and make you think like. Oh, I'm in a is, new place. Yeah, this, this is a real place. Yeah, put me in this new world that is impossible mm-hmm. for me to ever be in. Right. Until so that's that's kind of weird. It, we colonize Mars. Uh, Jesus God, I hope we don't. Yeah, Imagine, think about how bad we fucked up one planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we were um, in the same place. With that. So yeah, we've uh, so we saw a little bit of the pre-order stuff, which. I've definitely changed my tune on in the past. I used to pre-order everything because I wanted that extra content or whatever. Um, I, that's definitely changed. Mm-hmm. But this is one I think, as we were talking about it, like you're not 100% sold. I think I am 100% sold. I do um, I do want to talk about this point real quick where he pulls the guy and walks him in front of his own fucking chat. Yeah, extremely good. Just This is something that... Clap. Just good systems, you know? Yeah. Good systems in games that interact together. The bullets are real things. They know. The whole bullet... Is has a hitbox, right? Right. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah, it's like they know, like, okay, we've created this mechanic where, you know, we can stop time. Yeah. And we've created this pull and push mechanic. What? Yep. Let, we let's use them together. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool stuff that's going good. on there. Um, yeah. So uh, looking at the the pre-orders, if you pre-order the game at all, let's see, you get um, four. Digital cosmetic items. I honestly could not give a fuck. Uh, so they said it's three skins for Cal's lightsaber. So I believe it's an orange blade uh-huh. and then two alternate hilts. Um, and then there's the BD1 skin, which is like a Bumblebee skin for... Not Bumblebee the movie, but Bumblebee the animal. <laughs> like a yellow and black skin for your little robot guy, which I love. Yep. Um, the special edition... There's a crimson uh, the, one uh, as well. Yeah, yeah the, the deluxe edition... Uh, that's the one that comes with uh, it's extra 10 bucks and includes the crimson skin um it includes a crimson skin for your weapon it's called the crimson mantis skin yeah that's it has cool. like a like a spike that sticks off the hilt it looks like yeah right? um and then it also right yeah I, I can't super tell what's going on with that i'd have to see it in game to know um because I, I don't understand how his hand is gonna maneuver around that right you know? Right. Um, and then it also comes with a digital art book and a collection of director's cut behind the scenes features. Um, so we can see on the uh, in the deluxe edition image here that we're looking at, you see the four 
things that you get for any pre-order on top and then the four things that you get with the deluxe $10 edition on the bottom. Right. I don't, like, I just, I don't see the collector's edition happening. I the, can, uh, collector's edition. edition, give them a small art book that fits inside the case. <laughs> really? I think that, that would sell yeah. me to spend $10 more for two skins, a little art book that's in the case. And two skins? It's two skins, man. It's really? Like, yeah. Get out of here. That's got me fucked up, honestly. Yeah. Um, and it's not um, even something cool like a blade change color. Yeah. Like, that's, I think that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what colors we're going to be working with. I imagine we'll have definitely blue and green. Mm-hmm. And now orange. I don't know if they'll give us purple. I definitely don't see us give, them it. giving us red. Right. Um, who had yellow? Did anyone ever have yellow? People had yellow, right? Yeah, yellow exists in, canonically in Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. It's like the Sentinel, like the the heavy force users. I think usually have yellow. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's 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 kind of odd. And um, the thing that got me about the show is how hard it was to get them excited for their own product. It feel like it uh, felt like it didn't feel like they mean? were excited for their product. They're like, like Greg would say, "Okay, what about this?" And then they would be like, "Oh yeah, this is what it is." He's like, that's exciting, right? And then they're like, yeah, no, I'm really excited for it. What, for like the skins and stuff? No, just the product in general. Just the, the game. Star Wars Jedi The Fallen. Oh, I, th- I think these, I think they probably got two bad people to represent it. These guys are both like highly autistic. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like. Uh, they're both really reserved guys and everything. I, I don't think I would be great on stage for something like that. Like mm-hmm. to represent something that I've been toiling over for a number of, you know months i don't know what is yeah. that um i don't know how long this game's been in development uh yeah i think that i think that was just a bad call on who to I, put forward for i, that, I really. think i think so too yeah um yeah they were like they were super laid back and that's um, fine it's fine to have one person that's laid back but have the other person be animated if you're going to yeah. send two people out to represent your company mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know it it looks fine uh i think that's my final take from this for me it, it yeah. looks fine um the world looks really cool um yeah i was excited to see we saw a, a vast um like look at just these different environments not even different environments mm-hmm. but we did see the lush greenery we saw the you know metal interiors um but uh you know i i would just like to see a few things tightened up world looks fine. yeah yeah so yeah i mean obviously um you know dig into what we're talking about for yourself but uh this is going to be a very like unique like person to person you know whether you're into it or not so did you see um, that back there right 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 here where we were he uh he swings across that vine he beats up those Mm -hmm. like three guys and there's a fourth one on the ledge shooting there's a fucking Mm -hmm. big hole in the wall or in the the vines up there right cave there's definitely a cave behind him and he goes yeah. nope go ahead robot do your thing and he yeah they really didn't show a lot of uh i mean they see they show him there's a spot where you can like scan one of those big spiders yeah he doesn't do that and then there's another spot where you see a second one of those echoes it looks like and he doesn't do anything with that either so i think they're not wanting to give away what all of that special stuff is yet but if you're gonna like if you're gonna show it show it if you're gonna literally show something that says scan yeah, just don't just hide the scan button. Hide the scan button. <laughs> yeah, you're, I don't you're know. I, I guess this video, like 
even if you're <laughs> making the video and you're yeah, like, it's oh, weird. we're going to play it live, like, remove that from the thing you're going to play. Yeah, I agree. Fuck. They, they did it really weirdly there. It was very odd. Um, so, you know, aside from Star Wars, Star Wars is obviously the big dick thing here, which is weird on them leading with that. Mm-hmm. Usually that's something you would say for the end, right? I would put it in the middle to make people watch all of it. Yeah, man. I'm out here trying to make some motherfucking money, though. Um, so I don't know what they're doing. So next, uh, they talked a little bit about Apex. Um, yep. Specifically, uh, season two and when it starts. Uh, it does start July 2nd, so it's coming up pretty soon. Um, yeah. The season's called Battle Charge, I guess. Um, and the new season sure. will bring, uh, of course, the new uh, ranked division that'll allow us to start from like zero and build our way back up. Um, mm-hmm. A new weapon, which I can't remember what the weapon's called. We looked at it. It looks kind of like a battle rifle. Um, mm-hmm. The 10th legend herself, uh, Watson. <clears throat> and um, as well, uh, changes coming to Kings Canyon, which is something that we kind of talked about when the game launched. It The question was, are we going to see changes to this place called Kings Canyon, or are we going to get different arenas in general? Mm-hmm. And they went with changes. Um, and then uh, small gameplay tweaks. So um, we'll start with Watson. Watson is, uh, you know, set within lore. She's a defensive hero, the daughter mm-hmm. of the man who created the ring himself. Um, and Respawn describes her as the legend's kid sister because she's been in the arena forever. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody gets along with her because she's kind of she was a little kid that ran around in the arena while they were making the arena, making this. Everybody thing. loved her basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's like a mascot. She has a few powers. Um, her passive ability uh, is uh, immediately use an accelerant uh, to get access to her ultimate, mm-hmm. uh, which is cool because a lot of people who would play uh, Lifeline would always carry around these accelerants to immediately get access to the ultimate, um, it, yeah. it's her passive ability. If you're carrying them, she'll immediately use them. Um, her tactical creates electric fences that she can place up to 12 nodes uh, in total. Um, and you can place them wherever you want. Uh, the fences don't hurt uh, teammates. Enemies who cross the fence will be pinged. So your entire mm-hmm. squad knows where they are. Um, yeah. Her ultimate is... Um, an interception pylon shoots down projectiles charges and uh shoots down projectiles and uh uh different like other different uh uh damage causing things that could be coming in um it also uh, charges the squad shield Mm -hmm. um and it allows her to build electrical fence fortresses quickly um so i think it just buffs her tactical ability <clears throat> the new weapon uh, did apparently leak a while back. It's the um, L-Star, a rapid-firing mm. energy weapon capable of dealing a ton of damage. Originally from Titanfall 2. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. Map changes. Uh, a small tease that the Apex Legends section uh, showcased Watson flying next to some massive eyeball of supposedly winged creature. Um, hmm. so this is going to be really no different than how Fortnite changes their bullshit. Did you say fart knife? Fart knife. Um, mm-hmm. drop the Great knife, game. fart on it. There it is. Great. Um, that's what I do. 
So, you know, we'll, I imagine whatever this thing is is going to fuck up some places and we'll see some changes, which is fun. I always love seeing that. It always makes me yeah. want to go back to Fortnite, too, to be honest. Yep. Um, the And then, of course, Ranked Mode, it, it debuts um, a new mode called Rank 1.0, uh, and players will be matched by skill as they com- uh, compete to reach the top of six individual tiers, Bronze, Silver, Gold, Platinum, Diamond, and Apex Predator. Earning exclusive mm. cosmetic reward or cosmetics and rewards at the end of each season based on where they're located and placed. Um, that sounds pretty cool. That's cool. I love that. This is yeah. um, straight up. That's that's just fan service on making you know the fan, um, the fan and the player. Uh, it gives them more of a reason. Like, why do I give a shit if I'm ranked number one in the silver tier? Like, mm-hmm. what is that going to do for me? Oh. I get a skin for being number one, where only the number one person in the in that tier will get. Right. That's cool. Yeah, that's real cool. I agree. Um, so, you know, there's other things uh, that are being implemented, including um, uh, buff. Like it says, includes buffs for the often criticized Mozambique to make it quote useful. The fucking Mozambique is a three-round handgun that shoots shotgun shells. Nice. And it's garbage. It's everywhere. Everyone hates it. It's the gun you pick up when you're like, shit, I just landed in an area with 20 other people and this is all I have. Um, But, uh, you know, if if you've never got into Apex, it it does something different. It makes... it, It makes you want to play... If you're a fan of any sort of shooting game at all... It makes mm-hmm. you want to play it more because it just the way it like presents itself. Oh, I just figured yeah. out that like I got this attachment and this attachment works well with this gun. I just figured that. Mm-hmm. And it, that's cool. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. It, and, it, and it changes how you play, and you get you get new enjoyment out of something that you already were getting a lot of enjoyment out of. And when you pull in different friends that have that same thing, like this doesn't work for you, but it does work for me. I'm not into sniping from a distance, but I'll run in right. full speed with this big gun and let you kill right. the people that are flanking me. And like the strategy is very different than something like Fortnite, where it's like just try to squat up and watch each other's back. Um, so this is very much like Overwatch um, meets like Fortnite. Yeah, and that's that's good. There's room for that, and that's why it's yep. doing so well for sure. Um, so uh, you know, continuing to go down the old rabbit hole. Here's two things that we don't, we didn't really even care about. We were actually gone before this. Uh, we're actually three things. <laughs> well, one of them I know at least has. Slightly interesting, yeah. It's slightly interesting. Um, but these next two, I can... Yep, so... I'll, I'll um, sleep through. Yeah, they released a bunch of details for FIFA 20 and Madden 20. Um, so, let's see. Uh, FIFA, they talked about the new additions and what you get for the pre-orders. Yep. Um, addition to that, uh, they you get a trial. Uh, they talked about see. this this Volta. Oh, the Volta mode. The yeah, Volta. it's like basically FIFA Street. Yeah. Um, so I, I've heard a lot of people talking about that. My buddy, uh, actually, who we talked to last time, uh, Aaron, mm-hmm. um, last D three, he was talking about that a lot. So he's apparently pretty excited for the street mode. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. It's a, it's a cool thing. Um, yeah. Like I think they could like 
really do some good stuff by putting more of these like street style things into these sports games. Um, yeah, just may- as an extra mode. Yeah, an extra mode of a street mm-hmm. style or an extra mode of like Madden Blitz. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like no rules and let's fuck up the other team. Let's see what we can do. Right. I think everybody's pretty much universally into that. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's that's fun. Um, yep. But, you know, they, they seem to keep leaving that out. I'm glad to see someone, uh, one yeah. of these games, is putting that in. Um, yep. So I guess here's more to that, you know. For sure. Um, um, and then, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on this uh, because this is not our thing. We're not the person that you should be listening to about this, for sure. Correct. Um, um, Madden 20 details. Yeah. Um, I I honestly didn't look into anything at nope. all. Um, yes, basically, it's a there's another new uh, career campaign called Face of the Franchise. We create a college player, and then you get drafted into specifically as a quarterback for the Texas Longhorns college football playoffs that leads to NFL draft sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's ultimate missions, and there's dynamic challenges and quests. Madden 20 will also feature evolving playbooks. The biggest change is the Superstar X Factor. Uh, this acts as a special hero-like perk for star players. Um, so they're kind of adding some sort of RPG elements almost. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be a closed beta closed from beta. June 14th to 16th. Uh, and there's new accessibility options. So text-to-speech and speech-to-text options. Um narration enhancements and things like that so basically just like we talk about the normal like quality of life upgrades that you have to do for a game that lasts for you know uh, every year for a thousand years so yeah yeah um so if that's your thing that's your thing for sure um and then something that we like a little more than the last uh i wouldn't say a lot but sure um, yeah battlefield five yeah, Battlefield Five, which actually took place right after Apex, um, and then it went. I think FIFA, Madden, uh, capped off. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, after some feedback, there's two major updates for the game's multiplayer. Uh, online max rank, previously capped at 50, is going to increase to 500. God damn, that's mm-hmm. big. Implemented in August. Also discussed private games, allowing players to host their own multiplayer lobbies. Um, which is good. That should have been in there since day one, I imagine. Um, mm-hmm. As well, uh, there's new maps coming up for Chapter 4, which were revealed. Uh, Marta takes place. Uh, small, small rule, rule. That is a hard word to say a little bit. Go ahead. Rule. Is, did, I, did I get it? Is that it? No. Absolutely not. Hit me with it. A rural. 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 I, I can't do that. Rural. 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 Um... A- I heard Shannon do it in the background. She <laughs> fucked me up. Hell yeah. Thank you. Um, but uh, uh, it's a mountainous region of Greece. Um, so it's going to be uh, pretty much close of quarters. Greece. That's cool. Yeah, close quarters infantry combat. Um, uh, Al Sedan. Uh, Al Sedan? It wouldn't be Sedan. Mm-hmm. That's Americanized. This is all fucked up. It would be up. Sedan, right? Did you say Sedan? Yeah. Damn, fucking. The fucking Arab gamer has entered the chat. <laughs> um, it's a map uh, set in uh, North Africa. Uh, yeah. Um, and it's supposed to be like huge. So we're talking like the standard uh, battlefield map that you mm-hmm. can imagine. Um, 
and these are going to be uh, uh, release releasing with chapter four day one June twenty seventh. Um, the Marta will be later in July. The third map describes described as a reimagine of Battlefield 3's Operation Metro is set to release in October. Um, two other maps were teased, one being a Nordic countryside, the other being a province of France. No release date on those, of course. Um, so Chapter 4 is, uh, you know, supposed to be uh, rapidly approaching. EA Play also teased what's coming for Battlefield 5 with Chapter 5. Um, so it's like, finish this candy bar before you open another. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Chapter Five will bring uh, will be bringing uh, the Pacific. Uh, it's a multi uh, Pacific theater to multiplayer. Bring three new maps, including uh, Iwo Jima, uh, this uh, this fall. So that's that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Battlefield Five is available. Of course, you can grab it now um, and jump into. I believe they're just doing their running through some stuff for chapter four i haven't been keeping up with it um but i do know the game looks good it's just it's one of those games without like having other people to play with it's like what's the point it it becomes like essentially unplayable by yourself right um and uh i'll let you guys take the last piece yeah so um finally we had the sims 4 uh sort of couple little reveals and you know a big expansion a little content pack and then a look to the future so um the first uh the expansion pack is um what island living so you're going to a basically it's a vacation destination uh you are able to live there so it is just a new town as well Mm -hmm. um it's adding in some new things jobs wildlife build mode fashion uh hobbies behaviors party themes and mythical creature options of mermaids um you can hang out with dolphins. Uh, you can be a conservationist where you, um, like, pick up trash. Uh, the island will alter based on how you treat it. Damn. So if you're, like, littering on the beach all the time, the island will get all fucked up. Don't be a dick. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Hopefully the, like, mermaids will lead, like, a armed rebellion and, like, kill all the humans on the island and clean it up. That'd be cool. Um, hopefully that happens in real life. Uh, so along with that, they are saying there's going to be some more... Uh, Polynesian-themed additions to uh, items for your tropical home of your dreams. Uh, you can live directly on the coast, where you can actually build a overseas deck, and you can dive from the deck directly into the water, uh, which is really cool. Um, you can go up in the hills, so kind of a more like laid-back, like chilled-out jungle island theme. Mm-hmm. And then you can also go live near an active volcano, <laughs> which is dope. I'm going to build right over the lava. Just no fucking Nothing fear. I have to get new. With that, right? I have to get new stilts installed <laughs> in my house every three days because it's slowly sinking into the lava. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. So there's new tropical living world includes alcoves, new types of death for your Sims, new woohoo areas woo-hoo. in the volcano, okay. uh, cava parties, and traditional barbecues. Um, so additional What's the stuff. Woohoo areas. Excuse me. Uh, so you can woohoo in the volcano. I hear um, it's a really quick. It's one of those things where, like, it's, to nut or not to nut, that, is the, that is the question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is this not worth my death? The answer is yes. And the answer is yes. Definitely yes. <laughs> Always yes. So, um, yeah, they're also adding in the new uh, Moshino Stuff Pack, which includes fan-inspired fashion, as well as a new career as a fashion photographer. Oh. Um, and there's also going to be a free DLC pack that has, like, pride 
month inspired clothing and uh, gender neutral bathrooms. I think that's kind of a weird one because every Sims house has a gender neutral bathroom, which is the fucking bathroom. It's called the bathroom. In the house. It's called the bathroom. Uh, So I guess that's just in public places. They used to have split gendered bathrooms, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So that pride update comes for free on June 18th. Uh, The others, uh, other updates like the Moshino stuff pack is coming this fall. The Island Living expansion is June 21st, uh, so we probably will not announce that again, just because it's just an expansion pack, and we usually try not to talk too much about those. And um, they did also announce probably one of the last uh, big expansion packs, although you know this one's already lived a lot longer than I was expecting, uh, Realm of Magic. Uh, other than the name, that was all the info we got, but we can imagine this is going to be kind of like the Making Magic expansions in the past with like... Just new spells and potions and witchy-themed shit. Sure. Um, yeah. Should be a pretty big seller, I imagine, because those are always super popular. So, uh, you know, with this on the floor, uh, you know, I, I believe we're going to be probably moving on after this um, into, you know, whatever The Sims plans on doing. Sims 5. Sims 5 or, you know, whatever direction they end up going. Yeah. I always feel weird by just assuming the next thing they're going to do is just Sims 5. Yeah, I can see them doing something different um, I would, and making a I more games as a service. To do something different, just to kind of draw. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's what I was just actually talking about, where I, I'm shocked that they haven't um, made, like, a Sims MMO. Like, there is the Sims Online, but that just didn't take off. Right. Um, and I don't know how so, that didn't take off. The people who play this are constant. So right. if they just it's, it's migrated weird. to so, a similar server or something to hang yeah. out. I could I could really see uh, EA trying to do the next Sims as a game as service. Because this is sort of an old model, right? It's You release a base game and then you release content packs consistently. And you make money on the content packs, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, that's, that's sort of an old-fashioned way to do it. I mean, that's how Mass Effect and the original Dragon Age, Dragon Age 2, that's how those games were designed. And that doesn't fly anymore with EA. So I'm kind of surprised that they don't have like a, you know, Sims Forever or, um, you know, something like that. So that might be the next thing we see, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like I like the self-controlled version that you can just add in whatever mods you want in your own game. Get only the expansion packs you're interested in. Um, but I could see them going that way in the future. Like, I don't see, yeah, that's, I don't, I don't see why it, it's a big deal to like... Like, why they can't put people in this, you know, map or whatever. <clears throat> yeah, which and, other other players, like, make zones and, where you have instances of multiplayer. Yeah, like, and, and why they mm-hmm. can't have, um, like, you having just the core game and someone having literally everything that, that exists in general. Why you mm-hmm. can't, you know, deal with your own stuff and also see their stuff that is, yeah. like, the enhanced junk like that's a that's an item seller is wouldn't it going into someone's yeah. house and going oh shit look at all this cool stuff they have yep i want that for my house and then going yep. into the store and just dropping it in buying it. huh yeah uh, they, they, they don't do that uh, not that i know of man they really should huh yeah that's a that's an idea tell them to get a hold of me you we do that's uh, fucked up we do know for someone. sure <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Um, so that's pretty much all we had planned for the regular show. Uh, you know, we were talking a little bit on what to expect 
from uh, what we're going to be going into um, here in, uh, you know, a couple hours. Um, we're going to get yeah. settled up at about 3.30. We're going to take a, mm -hmm. a short break, grab some food, um, and uh, prepare for the uh, Microsoft uh, Xbox Showcase. Um, and, you know, some of the things to just uh, expect, um, you know, the first thing that they show here uh, talking about is uh, xCloud. Um, it's their uh, thing that they said, uh, we'll have more to say on that later. Um, so I think this is going to have to do with them teaming up with Sony, or Sony teaming up with Microsoft with that uh, Azure technology. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, that's something. It's kind of weird. Next-gen Xbox, I don't know. Um, but definitely expect to see some games. Some, I think they said they have 14 um, first-party games uh, that they want to talk about. Um, as well, they, uh, you know, like some of the big things that they are probably, will probably hear about. Um, the Playground Games is supposed to be working on a Fable series. Uh, we'll probably hear some games, uh, or Gears 5. Um, of course, I mentioned Halo. Uh, in Exiles, working on Wasteland 3, which is going to be fucking crazy. Um, oh, yeah. There's uh, something Battletoads in the works, if I remember right. Um, mm -hmm. Ninja yeah, when's Battletoads coming out on the Wii? Uh -huh. uh, the next game from Ninja Theory has like leaked. Then they have some third-party stuff, too, uh, You know, which could include uh, like Dying Light 2, Call of Duty, um, depending on if they go that route. Uh, and then Games Pass, they're going to be talking about that, all the mergers that are happening with that and during the presentation. Um, so, uh, you know, just kind of wanted to prep people for what we're looking at there. Uh, we also have the Bethesda E3 showcase, which is largely uh, um, shown off at this Polygon article that we were looking at. And we can expect, uh, uh, obviously we talked sh uh, a little bit in the pre-show, I think, Shinji Mikami. Um, mm-hmm. Doom Eternal. Uh, are we going to see something from Elder Scroll, or are we going to see something from Starfield? Hopefully, Starfield. Um, I would hope to see a lot from Starfield, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, because well, they've said that time. Starfield is the next game. Um, we're gonna have to wait a while on uh, Elder Scrolls Six. So. Mm -hmm. But the question is: Are we going to see? Um, are they at least going to give us this? Is where we're playing. Mm -hmm. for Elder Scrolls. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, we saw uh, like a brief like flyover. That's what we saw last year. And they've had mm -hmm. a year to work on it. And they, you imagine they, they have narrowed down where we're going to be playing at. Um, and Starfield, we just need something for it. Uh, we've got literally mm -hmm. really nothing at this point, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, just something that, you know... To th that we're going to be streaming um, after the live show here uh, as it's Sunday. You guys will be listening to this podcast on Monday. Um, so expect, uh, you know, if you want more of this, head over to our Facebook, head over to our Twitter and check that stuff out over at facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. As well at Mammoth Games Inc. on Twitter. Uh, we'll be patrolling those if you guys happen to miss our live show. Uh, you know, go read back, chat with us about it. You know, even if the show's over, we'll still be out there uh, chatting about it. 
Uh, but thank you guys for joining us for our 100th episode here. Do you have anything else that you want to throw in for our 100th episode? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've we've uh, done a couple interviews here and there, so we, we've actually got over 100. Of but uh, I think we're going to be able to hit 100 more, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and we've got some cool stuff in the future. So stick with us yeah. here. Hopefully some new ways for you guys to interact. Uh, but yeah. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Until next time, I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Have a good one.